morning, people. It is Monday the 14th. No, it's not. It's Tuesday, isn't it? Mm. This week is kicking my ass. Already? It's Already. It's crazy. Got three days. I woke up just I said, ah, oh, three days left. So, it's Tuesday the 14th of November. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And let's introduce ourselves. It's your boy, uh, Six Foot Plus Appeal Temptation. Big Mars from the east side. Am I not set? Am I centered? Nah. Manuel, can you get some? Oh, you like to be a bright and all. He's trying to wash wash out my skin. It's cool. Haters, enemy of progress. It's not centered. No? It's still not centered. Okay. You'll be alright. Have you said who you are? Yeah, I think oh. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, my royalty. That's my vibe today. So. <laughs> <laughs> and they call me Eman, the pro black activist. TDA producer and news analyst, Melanin Jampat. Always. We have somebody else in the room who's just getting himself settled. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Future Oscar it, winner. Take, take your sweet time. Sorry? Future Oscar winner. Love that. <laughs> How was you guys' thing yesterday? Obviously, I can't really talk too much. And I asked you, sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> I heard it was great, so that's good. What happened yesterday? It was doing some things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. No. You don't. Mm-mm. So what Brent's yeah. doing at yours? Wednesday? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, yeah. Wednesday. Change your mind? No, I just forgot. I <laughs> 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 just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but also, though, big up uh, resident. Do you know Mel is such a babe, you know? Mm-hmm. She's such a babe. Walked into the studio today. We've got a lot of fruits. So big up Mel from mybaker.co. And we keep telling you guys to definitely check out. And you know what I like? I like life that has balance. You might be eating the banana the wrong way, though. Why? Right. Oh, you did it that way? No, 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 no. Because right. you can't be doing what you was doing on camera. You got to do it. You got to break it. Yeah. Rolling the hand. <laughs> what? They're ridiculous. So what did he man do? He just didn't shake it. He just... We just <laughs> went in for it. <laughs> <laughs> we just done a mad thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't listen to this idiot. Eat your banana how you want. Oh, oh that one's blocking your face. I oh, know this is. But well, yeah, man, big up, big up, Mel, and I love that. I love life about balance because she's fed us a lot of cakes. Mm. Well, she's fed off worms where's, too. Where's the cakes? She's fed off for worms too. Um, you're coming on the fruit day, so. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. and I love that. So it's balance. She's like no. She gives she's giving us the right, mm-hmm. the right balance of things. That last man? biscotti joint I took home was Gosh. crazy. I came on the I had one left there. here. My sister tried to ask me. I said, <laughs> "This is our quick." It was so long. I didn't finish it. I had to, mm. I had to like throw it because I felt like just, I felt like it was so good. Mm. I felt like only bad can come from this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't finish it. I, I was ready you know, for all the bad. Too much. I said, mm-mm, 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 trouble nah, in man. Let me just <laughs> I was doing. ready for all the bad. It was so. <laughs> Great, yeah. I was, I'm mm. gonna get some for Christmas actually. Yeah, I see, I had real. one left, and my sister was like, Oh, can I have it? And I said, <laughs> Relax. I said, no. <laughs> no, it tastes good. That's it, tastes good man. it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really big up, Mel, man. Mel was a real one. Vigo. And I got the um, the Vigo E-Man one. ones. That's what I'm saying? Well. Yeah, the E-Man ones. Mm. Yeah, they were good. She's, yeah, she's how I know that. Do you know what? But I think it's only her vegan cakes I can have there. I don't yeah. want to try from because you know there's some there's some bakery places mm. that eggless. Yes, I don't want to say I, their name, I, but yeah, that's silly. I don't go there. Yeah. I tried it once. Mm. It was silly. 
Is it, is it, it's, it's childish. It's, it's full of air, isn't it? It's weird, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, what are we doing here? You, sh- you needed the eggs. You need- should have yeah, had the 100%. eggs. But I'm going to big up Mel every single time. Very, very mm-hmm. thoughtful person. That's very, very kind of you. So thank you so much for sending us some fruits. Um, Mybaker.co. That's right. Check her out on Instagram. Get your Christmas orders in. Yeah. This is always, she's baking every single day. She's booked yeah, for up. For real, for real. So get it in nice and early. You need to make sure you like as you enter the chat, yeah? Pick up yes, yourself. Yes, please. Every morning. That's right. Come on, man. Right. Well, it is Men's Mental Health Month as well. So just all the men's out there, take care of your mental health now. Mm-hmm. Remember when you were the face of mental health? Mm-hmm. You were the face of mental health? Mm-hmm. When was this? Yeah, this was like a couple of years, but I've done a little campaign with them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Who? NHS. Sick. Yeah, it was, um, I, I can't remember I what building I walked in and I see Richie on the poster as a madman. I said, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> going on there? He's not trying to drag me for that. He's in your insert or something. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, Aaron, yeah, men's mental yeah. health awareness and does, you're dragging does, him. Can you imagine? Does it show you the type of people I know? Or is that, or is, it, is that me or is that them? Like, who does that? That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. It's <laughs> Mental health, you know. <laughs> Okay, you want to play with people's mental health? No problem. Is it your Instagram? You. I want to see it. It's, yeah, it's on there somewhere. Is it? Okay, I'll scroll. Yeah, it's on, I'll scroll somewhere. It's on, there, right. it's on there. You're just misleading people you play acting. You know, I'm an actor. What the hell am I meant to do? Go in there and be like, yo, back in the day, bang, bang, what? What no, do you I mean? No, I thought the NHS would have at least used real people. You get me? So you can just connect. What, real mad people? Well, that's not the right language. So yeah. I bet. Real, real mental mentally health. challenged people. Yeah, obviously for the campaign. Do you really it? think a mentally ill person is going to when the, when the director <laughs> says what is they what is it they say? Action. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think the action that he's gonna give you is the action that you want? Uh, <laughs> It'd be one hell of an action, I tell you that. <laughs> one hell of an action. You'd be there all day trying to do one scene. Bro, these times you got six, to say one line. These times you've got sixteen more scenes to do and all that. <laughs> This is jokes again. You know how many roadmen actually need <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. help? 100%, 100%. I believe that. I believe that. I don't mm. think it's just roadmen. I think it's, um, mm. I think it's just a lot of, um, I would say, well, my plight would be like a lot of black people um, from a certain demographic. And age group, though. Because obviously times have changed, isn't it? So a lot of people went through stuff and they had to go through it by themselves and nobody wasn't doing wellness checks. You get mm. me? You get beaten, fighting mad in your, yeah, house, in your household. You get what I'm saying? So a lot of people need it. Yeah, and I just think they can beat the, the, beat the madness out. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's crazy. That's so crazy. You think you're mad. You, know. show, you want me to show you who's mad in there? Mm. That's the thing. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it, becomes, it becomes a thing of who's madder. Like, who's yeah. madder. You want me to show you who's madder in this yard? These Stupid. times, schizophrenic. things, man. It's crazy, yeah, it's man. It's crazy. Very, very wild. Hmm. Um, Would you ever do a camp? Sorry. Sorry, can you just move the mic a little bit, please? Put it down. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, my bad. That's right. Would you ever do a campaign for like an STD? That's a bit mad still. As an actor, do you get what I mean? Because I'm thinking of when Joey did it in Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do you know what? (laughs) (laughs) When Joey did that for Friends, yeah. Because obviously, not many people actually think that the person that's in the poster. Doesn't actually have the ailment. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, but still, you know, like, there's, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I feel like it's a land too far, personally. <laughs> I just think, in the world of trying to make it, I don't think that's where I really mm. want to go with that. Does it depend on how much you get, though? No, but I've got to have, like, uh, so say I do the STD one today, mm. right next to it 
is a diesel campaign. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so then it's like, she went low, but guess what? Mm. Her God is greater kind of vibe. It can't just be the STD campaign mm. and that's just running for a few months. And I'm the girl with the STD. They're just going to remember that That's girl. wild. Yeah, the... That definitely makes iPod. But I don't know. I don't know how much money I could get offered mm. to know that. And then... I, and surely then there's enough coin life. to make you do it though. Nah, because watch life be that one that goes viral. That's the one that goes viral. That's a bit difficult. I don't know how much it... Mm. I don't know. The money's got to be very, very different for that. It can't be peanuts. And you've ruined my life. That's crazy. Potentially but ruined. It's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> but get your STD checks and all that kind of stuff. Though. It's important to do that stuff. But anyways, um, let's get into our he- headlines. All right, so our first headline, David Cameron has said that he wants to support the Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, at a hard time after making a dramatic comeback to government in a major cabinet reshuffle. The former Prime Minister has been appointed a Foreign Secretary and accepted a peerage to take the post. He replaced James Cleverly, who became the Home Secretary after Mr Sunak sacked Suella Braverman. Did you hear people saying how uh, Braverman resigned? I accidentally said that yesterday. No, but somebody else. I heard it somewhere, somewhere else. Though, that no, she, she, got, she got fired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she definitely got sacked. She got booted mm. out. She definitely... Because I think because we're used to people resigning. Mm. But she actually got sacked. Yeah, they got her out of her. Because then this, this just resigned as well. Yes. There's more honour in resigning. Mm. If I have any, I was going to get fired, I'll resign first. Mm. Unless it's a packages that's a science. But it's what me. they do with... Because mm. they done it They done it to her the first time. They allowed her to make it look like a resignation. Mm-hmm. But exactly. They, but they booted her out, innit? Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It happens in... In, in managing stuff it's like mm-hmm. to say face you can say whatever you want but we know you got yeah, you got sacked exactly. 100% like, we've got to let you go man did you not know that um, Cameron was a lord yeah is now or was what he wasn't when he was a prime minister yeah that's so how we got in it between. that's how we got the role oh so because that yeah because King Charles made him a lord that's how he was able to slither his way back in mad hmm. thing yeah uh, there's always a, it looks like there's always a lame for you but I feel like that. I feel like Cameron coming back to make makes Rishi Sunak look very weak. Because yeah, because it, yeah, it, ma- it makes it look as though I mean, first of all, Cameron has no shame anyway. Going from mm. prime minister to now uh, Evan boy, okay. But anyways, for me, because if it's as though it's as though like you're not doing a great job as a prime minister, you needed the old prime minister to kind of be mm. to kind of do you mean to be on your team to help kind of help you steer mm. the ship. I get you. So I don't know. It makes me, yeah, it just makes him look a bit weak in my opinion. Do you think Cameron might even try and? Yeah, hundred percent. At some point, in time, Rishi is not safe. Yeah, hundred percent. Rishi is not safe. He's done there. He's been there with all the t-shirt for yeah, real. Man. Yeah, I don't think, think he's he... got no aspirations. I think he wouldn't. Rishi's mm. guy with what he's going through in the thing. He wouldn't have anybody around him in that cabinet that's got mm. ambitions of power. I he think he's know. I don't set think himself up with his, his allies. Because think about how we were talking about Corella um, yesterday and how she might actually try and put a bid in for prime minister. He doesn't know that. Yeah, but she, he, he, he would have known that. She's getting a lot of support from the right of the party. But that's the thing that he wouldn't... I, I don't feel like Rishi is sharp enough to have known what her play was anyway in the first place. People, so if Debbie Cameron's there, and there's been talks about Boris Johnson coming back as well. These people end got amnesia, man. you know. He Remember, he he quit, you know. He he put us in this position mm. and he quit. He tucked toe and run. He's not, he's, he's not getting voted in. But you know how people have been praising him? Because people are having to like pull up what he... Like, why he's... <laughs> His um, government was was yeah. crap. 
a lot of people have amnesia. That this people in this country have amnesia. Mm. No, it's because he's a PR man. Remember, even yesterday I said it was probably the best one we've had in in recent wow. history. But yeah. not from it wasn't because of like policies or nothing. It's just. It's just the way he presents and the way he yeah, looks exactly. like everybody else has That's, been exactly. everybody else has been trash. Yeah, everybody else has been so bad mm-hmm. like since then. They've been trash that that I actually looked at him and thought, yeah, mm. he's the best one. But, you know but he never mind? really he weren't really good though. Exactly. But that's but that's the thing. That same mindset is what if he put himself forward, mm. he could be prime minister again. I believe. Because people will compare him to the people that we have recent yeah. most recent memories of. And that's what tends to happen. You can only you only remember like the most recent memories, mm. and you will forget that this man actually did something. For me, when he quit because of the whole and um, because of Brexit got voted, blah, blah, mm-hmm. I thought that was the weakest thing he could have done. Yeah. As a leader, regardless of what the situation is, you stand there and you and you do what you have to do. Mm. But quitting to go to Theresa May, how can Theresa May tweet, congratulations, blah, blah? Someone said, hey, hey, you <laughs> don't get ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to be fair to him, though, would you feel like Cameron was trying to not appear um, a hypocrite? Because he's saying, look, I'm not for Brexit. Yeah. If I stay and lead you guys into Brexit, yeah. am I really the man for the job? I feel like I, I don't even trip. believe in this. I, I feel like if he made every step of the turn mm. and he said, you know, I still don't believe this, blah, blah, but I've got to do what I've got to do, that would have been one of the best speeches he could have ever done. Okay. But I feel like as soon as it was voted, he was like, oh, you didn't get your way. Here you are now quitting. Because he was, he was so bluffing. Weak, he didn't want a referendum. That's it. You get me? He yeah. was bluffing. He didn't think he was going to win. You get me? He thought it was mm. going to be a coalition government and then he could walk, he could walk it back kind of thing. And then it happened. He was like, oh, shit. Because as a leader, no leader wants, no leader wants certain things. But yeah, then that doesn't when it's presented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing some stuff. You wouldn't, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. wouldn't, you wouldn't just help lead your people. Mm-hmm. They trusted you with with situations. If yeah. my Boris was like, you know, I didn't want COVID, I didn't want to come into um, into a, into a messy situation, and then he quit. That's weak, man. But anyway, Where? here we are. Well, mm. country's a joke. <laughs> well, Lord Cameron has admitted that it was not um, usual for a former prime minister to come back. But he said at a time when the country faced daunting challenges in the Middle East and Ukraine, he hoped his experience would be helpful to Mr. Sunak's government. This is what he said, right? Um, I've decided to join his team because I believe Rishi Sunak is a good prime minister, doing a difficult job at a hard time. I want to support him. The return of Lord Cameron has been welcomed by centrist Tory MPs who derived but derided um, by Brexit backers on the right of the party. The Liberal Democrats are calling for Lord Cameron's peerage to be blocked, referring to his lobbying for collapsed finance company, Greens Hill Capital. Next headline, um, right-wing Tories were meeting on Monday after Rishi Sunak sacked Suella Braveman as Home Secretary with one MP publishing a formal letter of no confidence in the Prime Minister. I saw this on, on Twitter. So her name's Andrea Jenkins, right? And she's a noted supporter of Boris Johnson who served as school ministers um, under Liz Trust? She tweeted a letter to the party's backbench 1922 committee saying, enough is enough. It's time for Rishi Sunak to go and replace him with a real conservative party leader. Braverman, um, Braverman supporters stressed that they did not expect significant immediate pushback against a cabinet that took a notable se- step to the centre with her departure and the unexpected return of David Cameron, but the former Home Secretary is unlikely to stay quiet. Shortly after Sunak sacked Braverman after accusations that her rhetoric had inflamed tensions over violent Armistice Day protests, the latest in a series of challenges to the Prime Minister's authority, she said that she would have more to say in due course. There is widespread expectation that she will unleash another eviscerating newspaper article positioning herself as a figurehead for the right-leaning Conservative MPs. One MP who supports Braverman said that Sunak had misjudged both his MPs and voters by removing her. 
this person went on to say that Suella is popular. The political establishment must talk about her views on, um, sorry, the political establishment establishment might talk about her views on protests, but our constituents agree. Rishi might have created a problem for himself. She will become a rallying point. And the last headline, Rishi Sunak has attempted to appease the right wing of his party by appointing Esther McVie as a cabinet office, cabinet office minister. The GB news, um, news presenter, who was one of the first to be ousted from the 2019 conservative leadership race, is reported to have been tasked with leading the government's anti-woke agenda, acting as a common sense czar. McVie's appointment, officially as a minister without portfolio, is one of the final moves of the Prime Minister's wider reshuffle, which kicked off with Suella Braverman being sacked from his cabinet. Braverman had long frustrated Number 10 with her off-the-cuff comments, but she was removed on Monday for her article published in last Thursday's Times, in which she claimed that there was a perception that senior police officers play favourites when it comes to protesters and were tougher on right-wing extremists than pro-Palestinian mobs. McVie last said, sorry, said last week that she believed Braverman was feeling very vulnerable and attempted to show up more support on the right of the party so that Sunak could not sack her. And that's it for deadlines. Thank you very much. Let's get into what you say in Topic of the Day. All right, so today's Topic of the Day, yeah? Um, and this was inspired by a listener of ours who um, is originally from Senegal. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, you know what? In the back and forth, I forgot to even ask for his name. Imagine. But mm. I'm pretty Pick sure he knows. Lovely <laughs> listener. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he knows um, that I'm talking about him. So he's based, sorry, he's originally from Senegal, but now he's based in Barbados, right? Nice. He's working for a fisheries de um, development. And talking about, you know, um, different things. And he suggested the topic of the day. Mm -hmm. And he says um, he wants us to discuss where does talent come from? And how does work mm, ethic? Yeah. And how does work ethic, having mentorship environment, tie in? He also said um, it'll be interesting to see Marx's perspective on rappers and how talent does or doesn't correlate with popular success. So, where does talent come from, guys? God. Mm. I think it can be, well, yeah, I guess God ultimately because God created us. But I think also. You can develop a talent. Okay. Yeah, I think you can develop a talent from skills that you have mm. already. So if you don't have those skills, what will happen? You just can't get that talent. You still can. Because some people don't have certain skills that will aid the talent, but mm -hmm. they still got the talent. Okay, okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I think you could develop the skill, if that makes sense. Mm. But you need the talent. Working hard... Mm. And is a talent. Being disciplined is a talent, in my opinion. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's not like, mm. and so that's why you can have a certain skill set and your hard work and your discipline help mm. you develop it and you grow into something better than you was, as you see it happen with, with footballers and stuff like that, mm. with their dedication and their mindset. And I'm of the opinion that that mindset is a talent because everybody mm. doesn't have it. You know what yeah. I'm trying to say? Like, everybody wasn't. Everybody wasn't born with that. Yeah, definitely. With, with that, with that mindset, you get me. I think it's just it's the skills that you can develop. I think some people could just do things, and it's like again, it's whatever you subscribe to, it's just whether you just think it's potluck or whether you believe it's God. Some people can just do things that mm. other people can't. I've seen it with like friends. My some of my friends can draw. You get what I'm trying to say. Mm. It doesn't matter how much I practice 
at drawing. Yeah. I can't draw for shit. I ain't never gonna be able to do this shit. Mm. I can only draw. Yeah, no one ever. And no one ever told man. them how mm. to do this. If that yeah. makes sense, like mm-hmm. no one ever told them how to they do it. So obviously it. they can hone their craft and they can work on it, but they already had that mm-hmm. ability in them. Yeah. In mm. them. You know what I'm trying to say? So you don't think that um, if that person or groups of people like that was to sit you down and give you two hours lessons every day for a year, you couldn't get to a considerable better position than when you started. Yeah, and again, it's work. It's and so it's 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 it's, it's holding that skills and working on that skill. But I don't. I didn't have the, the natural talent. Yeah, like, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Maybe I'm looking at it. This maybe I might not agree with the way I'm mm. the way I'm phrasing it. But that's just how I, how I feel in it. Because if you practice at anything, mm-hmm. I you guess can get well, you know what some people don't. I'm mm. I'm of the mindset because I I can see it. Myself. I know if I do something repeatedly, repeatedly, and I practice at it, I get better, mm-hmm. you get me? But I see some people do the same things all the time, but don't make no improvements. And I don't know how, I don't know how come, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Because it's just, it's just, it's just the way, I, it's just the way I'm, I'm wired. Mm-hmm. If I do something, if I like it, and I Even do it, and I think itself, it. Mm-hmm. Like being able to practice something and then being, get, getting better at it, that is talent. Yeah, so, so with like, say that the drawers, I could probably get, because I can take, instruction and whatnot whatnot i could probably get to a standard that's much better than i was before mm. but i still wouldn't feel i'm a talented mm. i don't know artist then say mm-hmm. like if you're drawing or whatever like do you get what i mean mm-hmm. don't yeah I like with music it's not all about talent mm-hmm. you get me hard work at like will be at talent all the time you know what i'm trying to say and especially the way with social media and the way it's changed and like popularity and mm. and marketing and that there's a lot of people that are talented. I mean, famous and popular. A talent inside, child. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. No ounce of it. And I guess they're talented at something, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, because they've worked themselves into the position yeah, yeah. that they're in. So they're definitely talented at something. Mm-hmm. They've got something there. Like I said, I believe the hard work and the determination is a talent. Like, do you mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to say? But it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the the art form. Yeah. That we're that that we're talking about. You get mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? Like, well, some people just put like some people are loved by. Millions of people, and mm. I look and I can't for the life of me, I can't understand why. Mm. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> no, it's true though. But everybody's different, mm. isn't it? It's not my place. But I was just, just for me personally, but I'd be just looking something, and I'm just like, I don't know why you don't care so much. But there's something there. Mm. How, how do you quantify talent though? Because I'm pretty sure that um, we can all agree here, there will be certain pictures or certain um, portraits that someone draws, right? That everyone says, This is amazing. Somebody else now that maybe is, um, has got loads of notoriety, like esteem in the world, but you look at their drawing, you think to yourself, what the hell type of nonsense is this? But that's considered talent. But if, for example, um, that person wasn't known to you, right? It literally just took somebody spotting them, right? And then they blew up. But that somebody spotting them happens tomorrow. So you've met them the day before. Mm. And you look at their work and you think this is not talent. You would go away living your life thinking they're not talented, right? Mm. Many people do that. Exactly. So is talent really subjective? I feel like talent is, I don't think talent is subjective, you know. Mm. Because you might not like something, but you can't deny the fact that that person's talented. Like, there's certain, Okay. as I say that, <laughs> rock music comes to mind. But it, but, it, but it would be. It's just maybe you just don't like it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm thinking like that heavy metal stuff. But those guys can all play instruments. They, they can't, and that's the reason. If I see them playing instruments, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. I would be like, that's talent. Because people that play instruments, I just feel like they're God's favorite. Mm. But if I walk into a room 
I know like I can't see anybody. I'm just hearing noise. Mm. Shit is noise to me. Mm. So, Jeremy, but I think with certain things, though, it's undeniable. So you might see someone draw. You might not like that drawing or whatever, mm. but you won't be able to deny that that is talent. Because I feel like with talent as well, I think, okay, this is what it is, yeah. So, I don't know, it's very interesting. So, with talent, I feel like talent does have to be developed mm -hmm. for it to be, like, the best thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But also, though, there are talent that isn't developed, but that talent remains. Okay, cool. Like, when I think about opportunities that people have in Nigeria, for example, yeah. Mm. Hella talented people there, but they don't have the opportunities to be able to showcase their talent to the world or to be able to go to the right schools that will nurture this talent and build it even more with them. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. However, though, they could be 45 years old mm. and they will still be sick at whatever it is that they're doing. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. But obviously someone else who, from that, when they started doing whatever they're doing, they discovered the talent, who went to the right school, who was in the right environment, surrounded mm. by the, right, the same kind of people, their talent will hit a different level mm. to that person whose talent hasn't been nurtured. That's what I was going to say. It's all about nurturing it. But mm -hmm. like, there's, like, there's wasted talent out there. Mm -hmm. There's so much wasted talent. So just because your talent doesn't get nurtured, it doesn't mean... You're talentless. You, yeah, it doesn't mean you didn't have it or, you, uh, or mm. like it doesn't exist. Or you didn't, if you didn't reach the hatch that you were supposed to or whatever, that doesn't mm. take away mm. from the fact that you are You're talented. talented yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just like with anything, if you nurture it and develop it and work on it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get yeah, better. It, yeah. Yeah. You get me? Well, well, I, I suppose all that kind of stuff is subjective though, especially when it comes to like... Like the art forms, like mm -hmm. music, um, drawing, painting, and stuff like that. Because someone will look at something and say it's good, and another person will look at it and say it's it's trash. Do you know what I think? I think it's a talent that people, obviously, given the current climate and that, um, might be a bit sensible people. But look within it. I think podcasting is a talent, and that was not a talent that I ever knew I had until mm. I started podcasting. And then I realized how much it is I like it, and I realized how natural it was for me. To be like that, do you get what I mean? Mm. And this is why I said I know people might not want to say it because of the whole, you know, Amazon stop sending people, stop putting allowing people to buy mics and stuff like that. But it's it's a level of skill and talent mm. it takes for you to meet a stranger and be able to have like a very deep conversation with them mm. out of nowhere. And do you know what I mean? Like a very insightful conversation out of nowhere. Even if you even if it's nothing that you planned or anything like that. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah. So that's the thing, because that's a talent that obviously growing up we never really, podcasting wasn't really a thing. It didn't exist. Yeah. This is what I was going to ask. Exist. So is the talent podcasting? We've got cameras in front of ourselves. Is yeah. it? It's more communication skills because it wasn't a thing at one mm. point, in it. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, so there's people that would have been able to do this before podcasting was a thing. It's like people that can communicate with people, can express themselves properly, can empathize, can be entertaining. Mm. Maybe is that the talent? So is podcasting the talent? But do you know why mm. I would say it's a talent? Because outside of podcasting, I think my life is so funny because I don't like talking like that. Mm. I actually don't like I don't like talking yeah. <laughs> I don't like talking like when I'm off when I'm away from a mic talking feels like a chore to me unless it's someone that's interesting do you get what I mean like mm -hmm. unless there's a purpose to our conversation or whatever even if it's just us gisting lightly mm -hmm. that's still something but if it's like a case where like I meet a stranger there's some strangers I've met that we have very insightful conversations like crazy conversations but then when I think of talking itself it's not really my go-to thing. My thing is, I I like debating. I like conversations. Yeah. I'm argumentative. I want to, want to, want to. My best content is not caught on camera. Mm. Some of my craziest, dopest conversations, mm -hmm. some of the funniest shit I've ever said in life is not caught on camera. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the difference. you got to make things clear. Mm. 
I'm just I saying that. Some, that. some of my best work ain't been ain't <laughs> been, been documented. Yet. Ain't been documented. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Mate. It's just the. Uh, mm. But I suppose now it's definitely a talent to be able to sit down and be able to Actually, hold conversations and drive a mean? conversation and hold people. Like that is that is definitely a talent still. How many people? Yeah, you see, like growing up in the estate, can play football, sick, right? Mm. But never become footballers, right? Or they got the skill, do like twenty million kickups or whatever it may be. Yeah. But on million. the pitch, like loads. Oh, I, I, draft, I thought that was that football slang. Like 20 million meant 40 or something in you guys' world or something. My bad. Go just, just loads of kick up and, and yeah. all them type of things there. Yeah. But on a the pitch, they're not good. Like to me, I'm, I'm kind of... Or, or just maybe just can't work with other people. You know what I'm saying? That is true. So that's where skills comes into it. Exactly. It? And that, that's yeah. kind of how I'm seeing the podcast thing. Because you can get loads of people who are great on stage, great orators, can speak to crowds and communicate and things of that nature. But they don't understand maybe the dynamics in a mm. room with other people and how to read a person's body language because they're communicating back and forth. Mm. So I think the podcasting thing also enhances something that those people in the, in the different worlds wouldn't be able to yeah. get the opportunity to learn. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, it's, it's the same sort of talent. I get what you're saying. There will different. be people with great communication skills that mm -hmm. couldn't exactly. pod in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a blend of the two. There's been um there's been many of footballers that are meant to go the distance and didn't because of either like discipline or mm -hmm. a poor mentality or yeah there's a lot that's a lot of outside that's a lot of outside influences though and maybe an an, an opportunity like mm. you know what I'm trying to say like yeah, a lot of footballers given, come yeah, but, from a certain yeah but, yeah but they were given the opportunity in it like it's one thing to get picked up by a club and and you know you're meant to be on the way and there's another to like be missed when I've, you like many of footballers have been. Were meant to have been scattered and they got scattered later, mm. but, but but initially they've been missed by two or three scouts. Again, mm -hmm. it's the opportunity and stuff like that because I think we were of the mindset with with especially like black people and that you go like oh sports, music, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. So you would think oh yeah the footballers, football's a way to get out of the hood and it's mm. that's that's one of them things there. But it's only such a small percentage of footballers that make it. And then when you actually look at the footballers, it's just even smaller percentages of man that's being plucked from the hood. The majority of the footballers are made up from black mm. middle class backgrounds and two parent homes and people that had money to bring them to training everywhere yeah, and yeah. go there and go there. Like it's not necessarily yeah, our true. thing like that when yeah. you really, when you actually like look at the numbers and, un and un uncover it. Do you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? So it's right, they didn't do it, but it's not, it's not always because of lack of discipline Mm. or anything like that it's, there's a lot of outside influences that go into it your environment you get me like your class your, like mm. um, the like, economics and shit yeah, like that like, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say like, it's, there's, I think there's more that can hold man back from that but I get what you're saying though there's a lot of talented people that that never ever made it I know I just remember some ballers from when I was young that these these men were cold and they just didn't go you know, the whole way, and again, if, whether or not that's down to outside influences or, or whatever, fair enough. But, and even then, with some footballers that have made it, mm. they're like, they got scattered later. So that means at some point in time, they had the talent and there was a scout out there that missed what they were doing, mm. kind of thing. But it happens though. So, um, but the talent is still there. Where, where do you think talent ranks when it comes to getting from A to B? Where does talent rank in terms of um, the other factors that will enable you from getting your starting point to where you want to be? You know, I don't think talent is like what Margaret was saying about like talent in music. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think you can have all the talent in the world, but if you do not have the right skills, it's yeah. not going to take you where you need to go to. Because you can have the talent and you can be, say you're discovered because of your talent. Mm. But if you do not have the right mindset to work hard, 
to even invest in your talent. Because you can't just rely. You have to develop your talent. You have mm -hmm. to invest in developing your talent. Do you mm -hmm. get what I mean? So if you just fully rely on your talent, you don't do the right things to do that to help you know develop it. Mm -hmm. You don't have a disciplined mind, a disciplined mindset. You don't have a, a, a mind of gratitude as well, understanding why it is that you have what you have. I don't think that talent can take you far. Because people that don't have that much talent and because their work ethic is of a yeah. different level, their success is crazy. You gotta have the right skill set. You gotta have the right skill set to to um accompany the talent. Yeah. yeah. Especially with like I've been I would gone to so many open mics, I've seen so many singers, and I've got a decent air for music. I know what's good. I've seen I've heard some amazing singers mm. in my time. And no one don't know who these people are. You get me? Some of them been singing for yeah. ages, working pubs and clubs up and down the country and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. And there's obviously everybody's story is different. You get me? And some people work their whole life to become an overnight success and all that. Was like, that's what we were talking about the other day. Like when do you keep going and whatnot, yeah. whatnot? But it might be unfair to say, but there's some there's there's something, regardless of how much talent they got and how dope their voice is, there's something missing. If that mm. makes sense, mm -hmm. there's not everything's, and not every, yeah, not, every, not everything's clicking in it, because you've got the talent. Like if yeah. it, what, like there's, there's got to be some reason why mm. you're not going to where you need to go because you're cold. Mm. You get me? It's just all got to come together, right? But I don't know if it's that's just, just like I'm saying, if it's just opportunity, work ethic. I think it takes so much. Yeah, I think it takes so much different like mm -hmm. ingredients yeah. to be successful. I think that I rank the talent as like. I think it starts with it though. It starts I think you need to have the ability in the first place. If you ain't yeah. got the talent, yeah. it's an uphill struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you can't mm. get yeah. there because you can be work on you, it. Mate. Yeah, but it's gonna be much harder for you. Mm. You get me? What about like discern discernment and awareness? Because like so, like you said, yeah, there's so many singers out there who can sing. Mm. If there wasn't, we wouldn't have X Factor every bloody year, mm. right? And even mentioned. though they can. <laughs> Even though they could do that, oh. the <laughs> <laughs> Even though they they can do the um the vibrato, they can they they, they got like you know the falsetto uh, in there, all, all that type oh, yeah, of stuff, yeah, thing. right, and 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 have like six seven octaves, yeah, yeah. They don't really know how to make songs though, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you have to know how to package your talent though, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So is that a talent in itself? Hundred percent, because you know there's some people there's so many people that um. That's how we got to know about party. But there's so many people that like write great songs, but yeah. they can't sing. Mm. So they're, do you mean they're the talent? So they could have someone who's not a singer. Mm. So who is a singer, but you can't write songs. But mm. when you come, when a song is written for you or whatever, mm -hmm. you perform the hell out of that song. So I feel like there's, ta there's just different talents, mm. but then you might have someone who can really, really sing, but they never ever get the opportunity to meet a songwriter to be able to have their own songs. Mm. So all they're doing is karaoke kind of stuff. Yeah. Some, yeah, that's definitely talent in itself because some people just get it. You get me? Yeah, some people are yeah. just visionaries and they just know, like, what's hot and, yeah. what's, and what's not. You know what I'm trying to say? Even, um, did you see that thing with Offset? He had an interview, Offset. The song he's got with, um, with Metro. And I was talking about when they did the song, he just didn't like it. And then Metro's album came out and he's like, oh, why did you put the song on there? Like, it's not it. And it went like five times platinum. Wow. <laughs> it's wow. a proper popular song. I can't remember what it was. But he was like, when he, was, when he did it, and Offset's verse on that, was one of them like it's one of the popping ones on the songs like it's one of the things that people remember on the song, but he was like when he was in the studio he wasn't taking it seriously, he mm. was just saying stuff, and then his mm. verse ended up like was one of the best things about the song. But so even with him he wasn't even trying he was mm. just messing about, 
But it's like people say that now, that verse is cold. Because yeah, he's because he's, he's got he's got talent and he that didn't know it. Jackson, I tell you all. I've experienced that in the studio before. I've I've had songs that I weren't really, I weren't really sure about. Yeah. Like I've done them. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. like obviously I'm a confident person, so there's been times when I'm like, this is this is it, this is it, or whatever, or like, yeah. But even then, I've got that wrong. But there's been times when I've dropped joints that I weren't gonna drop or whatever until people heard them or whatever, and they were like, yo. This is cold. You know what I'm trying to say? And you get the feedback from people and they're like, this is cold. And I was like, oh, is it? Like they convinced me after I after a while, I'm like, yeah, this shit's fire. Why right. <laughs> they was they was right. They was definitely right. But I, I didn't did I didn't I didn't think that like yeah. when it first dropped. I don't know, all that kind of stuff is subjective, but I suppose that speaks to having the talent in it. If you didn't mm. like he didn't he done that off, off a whim, he wasn't even yeah, he wasn't even, he wasn't even rating it. Like mm. you know what I'm trying to say? And like I say, it's gone five times platinum. Mm. It's crazy, man. Work ethic, yeah. Yeah. If you had to choose, so for example, I'm going to present to you three scenarios. Yeah, mm-hmm. talent seventy five percent, work ethic twenty five percent, right? Versus fifty fifty, versus work ethic seventy five percent and talent twenty five percent. What one would you choose? Me. Yes. I'd probably go fifty fifty. Okay. Okay. What about you? What about you, Esther? So my tea. <laughs> um, I would go fifty fifty. Are you saying what would I would prefer, or are you saying what it takes to actually make it? No, what would you prefer? You're coming into the world, and you're you, you're you're sent on a particular assignment to be successful in this particular thing. Yeah, I would go fifty fifty. Because if you because if you got fifty fifty, you've got some talent there, isn't it? Like yeah. half yes. half is if you like half full or half empty, depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Half is half in it, like so you've got some you've talent got there, there. Mm. and then you've got the work ethic. To yeah. accompany to accompany that, mm-hmm. I feel that will heighten your chances. Although, again, it's like opportunity in that because if you got the seventy five percent talent and this then you it. get the right opportunity, yeah. But <sighs> well, you know what it is though the way I think I feel like my work ethic is one of my favorite things about myself mm. because I feel like if I has if I picked seventy five percent talent and twenty five percent work ethic, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't I don't think I would just it's almost like I would just rely on my talent doing something. Mm. I wouldn't really push myself with work ethic. I think work ethic makes such a big difference to mm. even your talent, to even you pouring into developing your talent. Do mm. you get what I mean? Like singers can actually get better mm-hmm. and they do get better when they do. They've, they've got vocal coaches, they've got yeah. this, they've got all that kind of stuff. Do you get what I mean? Even when we, when people talk about Beyonce and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the way sis, when she's coming to, she was on a, on a strict meal plan. Like yeah. there's so much, so much um, that's poured into mm-hmm ensuring that this talent she has goes even to a different level where she's even shocking herself. So I feel like if I had 75% talent, mm-hmm. a part of me, me personally, because of how I am, mm-hmm. I would feel a part of me would be lazy on account of I'm just relying on my talent. So mm-hmm. I'd rather have 50-50. So yes, I've got the talent, but I've all, I'm, I will also recognise I've got to pour into the talent to get that up and my work ethic as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd, rather be able, I'd rather know that I can, the way I'm set up, I'd rather pour into both things. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to come back to both of you, yeah? But I want you to consider this next question. Um, Which you answer? Would that ch- yeah, I, I want them to, to answer okay. that first question. But while they're um, answering that, I want you to think of this one, yeah? Yeah. Would that change if you now have to consider after your career? So let's just say you became, I don't know, the greatest rapper of all time, the greatest presenter of all time, whatever it may be, right? Yeah. But you now retire. So you're retiring both of you at yeah. 40. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's a dream child. 40, 45, Yeah. And you've chosen 50-50. Yeah. Knowing that you're now retiring at 40 or 45, whatever it may be, yeah. would you have chosen something better 
sorry, would you have chosen a different ratio mm. to now live the rest of your life? Right? And Brent and Rich, first scenario. Mm. Well, what would you guys choose? Um, to be fair, I would have went with the last one anyway. I would have went 75. Work ethic? Yeah, okay. 25. Why is that? Because you can have all the talent in the world, and if you don't work hard, it's just going to... Like, it's not going to go anywhere. It's just forget. Like, but then there's men that have been like, <coughs> I can go back to footballers as well. There's men that have not been that talented. Mm. And because they've been working hard, people can recognise, okay, cool, look, my man can do a few bits. So he might get a year contract here or X, Y, Z. So, yeah, just moving forward, I know like even if you've got a little bit of talent, but loads of work effort, mm. like, that's, that's got to get you somewhere through the door, at least. Like, you think it'll get you further than if you had 50-50? can't just rely on talent though 100% this is the thing and there's there's gonna be man out there that just rely on talent and that's you know that's what they want to do that's fair enough mm. but um I don't know I don't know anyone that's just relied on like work effort and just yeah I get you just what I'm saying so mm-hmm. is that considering what I asked them to as well so life after your success yeah, because I, I, you want to have no regrets mm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you could get to 40, 45, and the last thing you're going to be saying is, I didn't put in the effort. Mm. And I only relied on X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I heard that. And obviously, it's your own opinion. But then they say hard work will be at talent. But that's when talent don't work hard. Exactly. But you get me, 50 50 is not necessarily saying you don't work hard. And there's that perception of working hard. Like some people, and but that's not always true. Some people tell you don't work hard or work smarter. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? So there's a lot of people with talent. Yeah, that have not got where they wanted to because of, I don't know, yeah, their work ethic or whatever it may be. There's a lot of people who work hard every day and don't get their just desserts. Like, that's not, like, it's not a guarantee, it's not a guarantee for success. There's people that that. work hard every day. Keep in mind, every damn day. You can be working hard in the wrong places. That's fair enough. Nah, some people are working hard in the right places. Yeah, no, no, I get that, I get that. I'm saying that's fair enough, but you could be working hard in the wrong places. That's just a fact, that's just a fact of life. But for me, I'd rather do the 75% and 20 25 percent that's that's just would, would your talent help you to discern whether you're working in the right or wrong place though so if you've got too much work ethic mm. and your talent is kind of low i know 25 percent talent is not low anyway but it's lower than 50 right yeah would that 25 percent maybe infringe on your ability to choose where you need to be put in your work your hard work because like mm. mark's saying you could be working and like you're even saying like you could be working real hard in a particular mm. place you have no business being and you throw it in the bin. That's an, but that's another skill, though. That's the skill that comes into it. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I call it spirit, spirit of discernment. <laughs> because again, sometimes people, sometimes people are were, um, pouring into the wrong, yeah, the wrong basket, and you're just pouring and you're working tirelessly, but you're working tirelessly at the wrong thing. Mm. But then, as soon as you, you have, maybe someone suggested to you, or you just take a moment and you switch things. Now, this, like now, you get that success a lot quicker. Mm. Without burning out as much as you've been doing over there, that got that got you nothing. Mm. Mm. Where are you, Brent? Uh, honestly, um, don't lie to us now. <laughs> so I've I've lived in two different, or experienced two different um, uh, worlds. Right? Second time here, Trinidad, oh. and it is UK, right? Mm-hmm. In Trinidad, especially being the son of um, educators, you can't. 
you, you can't be half-assed and stuff, mm. right? And knowing that they were now moving us to this white country, they knew your work ethic and your flipping talent need to be on par. It needs to be the peakest it has ever been because of what it is that you're facing or competing against going into that particular arena. Mm. So I would have to say 50-50 or 100-100. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I don't know what it is like to be a white man and um, substandard or normal just getting it because of my skin colour. Mm. And I've been exposed to that in this particular country. All I know is whatever it is that you do, regardless of whether it is that you're talented at it or not, make sure it's the best that you can actually offer. Mm. And that's, that's how my mindset is. So I, I don't even break it down um, in anything other than there's work ethic, make sure it's most supreme. If it's talent, make sure that you mm. fine-tune it, um, sharpen it, sharpen it, sharpen it, sharpen it, sharpen it. Yes, God would give me certain um, things that are better than the others. And once is I am blessed enough to recognize what that is, hone in on it, and sharpen that whatever. Sharpen mm. that whatever. I've known no other. 50-50, 100-100. So you don't think one's not... Okay, not even say more, more important than other because you've already said to your mindset. But if you had it, you don't place value value on either one more than the other like talent would you would you would you prefer to be more naturally talented or something depends on which the, the environment in which is um i am you're asking me a question okay yeah because if it's the medical field mm. work ethic and talent whew, i'm not, i'm even i'm not even seeing a difference there it will still be 100 100 no but if i was see, Football, in my mind if i'm in the medical field say like i'm going to be a top surgeon or something i want more talent I want to be the, the coldest surgeon going. And I understand that your work ethic is going to take you there and because you've got to think it. But I'm just talking about natural ability. I want, I want there to be separation between me and the rest. When you're talking about me, I'm the top, no, 100%, top But in man. my head, a lot of it is learned. And you have to put in the work to make sure mm. that you have all that knowledge plus the stuff that your counterparts don't have. Mm. That is work ethic. Yeah. You're not just born as a flipping brain surgeon. Can't be some lazy. You're not born as a brain surgeon, but you're born. There's a talent there that could, a brain surgeon, that intricacy that they work with. If they cultivated the talents to change it to something else, it would work in that field too. There's a so there's a, definitely the hand, a talent there. The steadiness of the hand. Yes. How it is that you don't react? In a, a Calm under pressure. Hundred percent. There's there's hundred percent a talent there. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, when it is you're looking at the best of the best, yeah, you could probably see a thread um, going through all of them. Hundred percent. But still, you need to put in the work to even get to that particular thing where... Yeah, yeah I'll get that. Let me throw something at you, yeah? Um, somebody put something in the chat. Um, talent makes you exceptional. How do you view that? Does talent... Is talent the icing on the case or is it the base? To be fair, it depends what industry. Because to be fair, with music, it does bloody make you exceptional. Mm. I love people without talent just running, around, running amok. <laughs> but <laughs> who do you remember? Who has longevity? Who is the one who has... Um, not what, another word for legend. Icon. Another word for icon. But I see how like, like Mariah Carey, like she, legacy. That's the legacy. word. Sorry, yeah. Mm -hmm. So see Mariah Carey. She's mm -hmm. work ethic is sick, mm. but also when it comes to her talent, it's sick. Okay, let's use Destiny's Child just for lack of a better mm. example, right? Destiny's Child, they're all talented. All of them are talented. But Beyonce's work ethic is what has put sis on 
the map that she's on. Do you get I me? Mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it depends on the industry. Okay. I say that, but she's she's definitely got the most talent out of them too, though. Let's be fair to her. She's she's the most talented. I out think of them the other too. was well. When I say others, I'm talking about Kelly Rowland. <laughs> Kelly can sing. Mm. Sis can sing. Like, but I at one point as well, real real, she sounded better than Beyonce. But again, but Beyonce, when you add in the dance. The, the way she performs. And this is what I'm saying. There's level, you add it and all in, there's level. That talent bag is deep. And this is what I'm saying. So she developed herself where it's beyond, um, what's it called? It's beyond vocals. Beyonce is singing and running on a treadmill to ensure that her voice is doing what it needs to be doing. Blah, 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 blah. Let's, let's not, let's not um, kind of segue into adding another talent to the mix. To the talent. Let's focus, <laughs> let's focus on the singing. I don't know this. Who's better? Beyonce or Kelly singing? Well, now Beyonce, obviously. Was there a time when Kelly was better? I think there was. I, was, I there was. Whenever Kelly got a chance to get a solo on the albums, Sis was singing, singing. I think Beyonce's voice has gotten better over time. I was blinded by the light. I wasn't really aware of Kelly's talents. Not, not, until, she went, yeah. not until she went solo. And I was like, oh, mm. she's good, if that makes sense. I was. She was drowned out by Beyonce to me. It was Beyonce or nothing. So Sorry, I, is she <laughs> just a different... So my type of singer as opposed to she's better? A difference. Oh, you're thinking about like like this with Eve. Because I've never heard Kelly hit, belt it out like how like Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce belt has, it out. Yeah. I'm of the mindset that Beyonce is a better singer. How much is? And again, I can't speak to what it was before because I've always I've had blinkers on. Mm. Do you get what I mean? That's I think yeah. I honestly say that I haven't. So I wasn't aware of Kelly's talents until she went solo, but even in her solo, the success of me saying that she's good, she's always the beat. She's always been the B side to me, mm. if that makes sense. So I can't speak. I can't speak to. Her, I don't know. Sean or one year. Who sorry? Sean or one year. Voice to Voice to Men. Oh. Do you know what Voice to Men are? I don't. It's Sean the tall one. The slim guy. The slim one. The slim tall one. Yeah, yeah. You get that there. And one the short, short chubby one. Yeah. Oh, that's tough though. But this is what's the, what's just what I I'd thought for the, the Beyonce and um, um, Kelly, Kelly conversation is more about. It's just different styles. Yeah, mm. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, because that's that that that's tough. Okay, let me ask you this: Could could Wanye do what Sean does? No, I I don't think that Sean could do what Wanye does. does. Yeah, I I I know Sean can't do that. Okay. But, but <laughs> no, 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 no disrespect to Sean. But, just, but, you know what I'm saying? But but I feel like Wanye can more so take over Sean's part if Sean wasn't there. But Sean can't do it the other way. No, I don't. Because when one year is ready to that. kick it. Right, I hear that, but that's where I'm looking for him. To, Thank you very much. Let me just kick it. <laughs> <laughs> but the coming up to that, yeah. the, the prepping me, the yeah, foreplay, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. 100% he could sing, but the register of that, those particular notes. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. I mean, it's all relevant, isn't it? And that's why they're in a group. And yeah, that's yeah, why they complement yeah, each other. Yeah, because yeah. if it was like that, they'll just yeah, be solo. Then you'd be solo. You get me? Mm, mm. That's true. I mean, yeah. Let me ask you guys this year. Um, Esther, you obviously know about Messi and Ronaldo, yeah? Yes, I do. Women in sports. Sure do. Okay, so all of you guys in the room, yeah. Can you please tell me where you'd put Messi and Ronaldo in terms of the ratio of work effort to talent? Do you think they both got 50-50? Or do you think one is more like 75-25? Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's work ethic is yeah. is out of this world. Okay, cool. You get what I'm trying to say? And he had to... He obviously had talent there. 
mm-hmm. and the skill, but he's honed it, worked mm-hmm. on it, practiced, been the best version of himself he can ever be. And that's not to take nothing away from Messi, because obviously he would work hard and do his thing as well. He wouldn't mm-hmm. be where he is. But in my opinion, from watching them, from from a talent standpoint, from an ability like Messi, Messi woke up and could do mm. that. You know what yeah. I'm trying to say? Like, Messi's got God-given talent. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, he would... You can't... You can't necessarily teach... Can't teach that. I disagree. Huh? I disagree that he woke up and was like that. Messi I know woke it looks up like that. that. Messi woke up like no, that. No, I disagree. Have you seen footage of him from when he was eight? When, like, from at La Masia? Messi was born that this way. That just tells me that you have good balance, coordination... Mm. Um, and then his father or his mother said, "Hey, go kick ball." That's goal, too simple. There's bare like man with good balance and things. Like Aguero's got good balance and 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 get me mm. a low center of gravity and all that. He's this chalk and cheese. Like just having that doesn't mean that. Like what Messi can I do. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Okay, you, I, I'm contesting you saying he just woke up with it because in my head that strips away his work ethic. I don't like that. No, because we, we, we've we've said it along the whole time, like um, talent without work, work yeah. without hard work, don't go nowhere. So I said already, I said that not to uh, as a caveat, not to take anything away from Messi's hard work. Because if he didn't work hard, yeah, if he didn't have that work ethic and that drive, he wouldn't make it to where he is today. That's hundred percent. But me- what Messi's got, that's why I say talent is a gift from God. It's a God given, God alone, Jano. <laughs> All right. Now I hear what you're saying. I'm not contesting that bit, but it's like I look around this room, right, mm-hmm. and I see you all doing things very easily, right. And there is a chance that other people might be like, "This must be easy because of how you guys are making it look." Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I get what you're saying. Because I get what you're saying. Because man, because man know that they work hard. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, a man do work hard. So, and, and Messi would have had to have worked hard. But then there's still something that you can... I can pinpoint this someone and say, like, this is just how you was made. It's, like, it's, so, it's so beautiful because you are paying him such a, a supreme compliment because you're like, there's no way God didn't flip in touch. <laughs> how you are playing... You are Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm not even gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just how I feel. I feel he's cold. Mm. Where and, and, and I feel like Ronaldo's Ronaldo's equally as cold, but I think it's for like it's for different things. This guy's determination, this guy's mindset, like and 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 ability as well. Mm. Like his natural ability that he would have had to have that he's had to hone. And but it's just you get me, you just admire it, like, because you, you can see it, the way he worked on himself, the way he takes care of himself, the way he looks, like, his body, his physical, like, everything, like, it's not, this is not by accident, this is by design, yeah? But it looks like it's by his design, though. Mm. It's his determination, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it was his goals that he had for himself. Messi's don't look like that. Messi's look like it was written in the scriptures that, that was, that's what it was going to be. Yeah. Give me, give me a ratio, though. In, in those things that I gave you, 75, 25, 50, 50, 25, 75 for each of them? I would say to be unfair to Messi as well, because I get what Brent's trying to say, but if I was just, if we was going to use them as examples, I would say Messi's got 75% talent. Mm. I would say Ronaldo's is 50-50. Ooh, okay. Where are you, Rich? I would probably go with 80% talent. 
<laughs> well, work ethic. Twenty percent work ethic. No, obviously, Ronaldo. You can see worked his socks off. Mm. So I mean, you can just obviously they both worked hard at some point in time. But I feel like Ronaldo had to. The natural talent is more with with Messi. Okay. Like it's just it just is what it is. Like, mm. See the way they play, and even when like after there was a video camera, a player cam on Messi one time. And um, this guy is like moving in like five yard bursts, right? Five yards here, five yards there. And I'm not talking about running, I'm just talking about walking. Mm. Where when Ronaldo's playing, it's more like obviously the later Ronaldo now is not really up and down, sprinting all over the place, but he works hard, man. Do you know what I mean? So, and they play differently as well. Mm. So, you know, when you're looking at the game and all that, you can see that back in the day, Messi was taking on five, six people with ease. This is what I miss about. Um, Ronaldo. What do you mean you miss? I loved how Ronaldo used to play. Ferocious. And Got older he became though. more robotic. As he, as he left. Yeah. I tell people all the time, you know, they always want to hate because everybody hates on United, yeah? But if you just go back and watch them United, mm. yeah, just go watch some highlights of Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> in a Manchester United shirt. It's some of the craziest mm. things you've ever seen. Donny was moving mm. ridiculous. Mm. Like ridiculous. But remember, when he first came, they was onto him like he was a little show pony. Mm-hmm. And he went away and worked on himself and mm-hmm. and got there. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? He weren't just like that. I've seen Messi from he was a kid. He's just been, he's, 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 he has improving as well, but he's just going, he's taking mm-hmm. the steps that were ordained for him. He's just walking in the light that he was in and he's just getting better and better and better and showing himself, which is fine. Ronaldo came, you saw something there, but it wasn't, mm. it was a diamond in the rough. It wasn't thing. He went away and said, what? Watch this. Boom, 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 boom. Came back. It's like, yo, mm. <laughs> this guy is mad. You have to look at it like this. The same things that Messi was doing when he was eight is the same things he was doing when he was 19, 18. That's going around no. people. What? No. When he was going past people, a, a, a kid. They've got clips where they've got the them, exact same where they've thing. got them like photo stitches, him as a youth and him as an adult, and he's doing the same Just moves. flying past people. My, my friend, my friend, it's so different when it is you're flipping doing it with flipping children. No, but I'm adults. saying that, no, but I'm he saying that, he just took that, children. To, it was a level he just that field. to different, different stages. That's all, he just got older and kept on doing it. Kept on doing it. But everything changed. Everything changed. The world didn't stay, uh, stay the same. Everything changed. The people who were around him became men. He was just doing it to men, that's all. That, uh, but that's the point I'm making to you. He done it as what a kid. What it sounds like you are suggesting is okay. that as nine, you can yeah. put him in a uh, no, team. No, 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 that's not my fault. Yeah, that's not so he's saying the trajectory was, was just normal, same correlation. Yeah, this is that the But Ronaldo's would have been like that because of... I was only focusing on him giving an example of Messi. Doing oh, the yeah. same things as he did when it is that he was a child yeah. to suggest as though there was no development or, or evolution there. No, obviously, no, he just I get what he means. Have, have, you, seen, have you seen footage of Ronaldinho when he was young? Yeah, same man. Same man. Mm. Same man, man. Just a different, just a different playing field. So doing it to the youths, then he come up, got older, started doing it to the adults. This is what I'm same saying. Same brother. That's, the, that's what I meant. Maybe I should. Same brother. It, it, no, don't apologize. It's just, I just, just my way of um, hearing what you're saying. I do that sometimes. You understand? And sometimes I push back only because I don't like. How you Sounds like to me. Semantics, <laughs> semantics. But no, 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 no. Don't, don't apologize. Um, I won't. Right, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Um, crap. Uh, lost my thought. Um, same as Ronaldinho. Mm. The, the trajectory. How they were playing when they were younger. To how they're playing. Right. Well, again, it's with with Ron. As he got older, obviously the legs kind of went, so they kind of focused on him being a striker. 
started slapping all these goals. Like, mm-hmm. you can't... Show me another man that's slapping, like, 45, 50 goals a season on end. Continue. Come on, man. Like, that's unheard of. Let me ask you this, guys, yeah? Is beauty a talent? No. No. It's a Not gift. It's a gift. What, 100%. what do you mean by beauty? So how somebody looks like their 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 oh, face. just uh, aesthetics. Yeah, if you can make aesthetics. yourself look beautiful, that's a talent. Contour and anything. That's a skill. Okay. Well, you know, you, we going with Actually, that's a talent. That's a talent. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we because we, we were talking earlier about um, like you know, singing and all that type of stuff. There, right? Can you not make yourself better looking? You can, but that's what makeup artists do. But make 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 makeup aside. No. Um, no, without makeup, so without yeah. makeup, you, it depends. You can, but then that's not. I, I feel know. like I said that more as maintenance, though. Not really. Okay, you what you're wearing and stuff, or what? Just like, like just good diet, good skin. diet, vitamins, working out, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Or, or just that's just maintenance. Be subjective. Someone's beautiful to everybody. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So maybe just moving in different circles of it. I don't think you could make yourself look more beautiful. Makeup aside, yeah. I think like, you can. You know. Without makeup, but again, it's by it's like it's your lifestyle choice. You absolutely can. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't you put beauty into that same thing of work ethic and talent? Then? Get the hell out of here! No, no. <laughs> not at all. What? No. Put it this way. That would be. This, if... this is where I'm going with it. Okay. Go on, no, go on, Actually, go on. No, go. <laughs> so basically, imagine imagine those two Margs, two Esters, two Richards, two yeah, Brents, right? Yeah. yeah. Could you both live separate lives, come back together, and one of you know how to present yourself better? And be judged aesthetically alone, only aesthetics, right? Than the other. Yeah, yeah. because you can let yourself go physically and stuff like that. Mm. But when you mm. said beauty, I was just thinking naturally, in the, in like what God gave you. Mm. Okay, you know what I'm saying. The okay. person's still gonna like. So yeah, if there was two of us and one just let himself go, mm-hmm. and just eating unhealthy, mm-hmm. not working out, and the other was peak physical condition yeah. <laughs> in the gym and all that. Obviously, he's gonna okay. look better. The contrast is, is is too is too wide. Put it this way. People who take good Instagram pictures, yeah, right? oh. photogenic people, <laughs> yeah. is that not a talent? Or you I'm not gonna so? lie. Nah, being photogenic is not a talent. You don't think so? Nah, photogenic is not a talent. Some people look. Some people know how to make themselves look crisp. Yeah, online F- filters aside. That's a ta- filters aside. <laughs> filters aside. <laughs> aside <laughs> editing aside. Yeah, they got their angles. They know their angles. They know their yeah. angles. You get what I'm trying to say? I see some girl one time. Yeah, I'll never forget. So I said, like, I see some girl. Yeah, and on on the um, gram. Yeah. I hate to use that the, um, scales, mm. metrics, and stuff like that, but just to give you a mm. kind of idea. On her gram, they say she's an eight. Yeah. Mm. Solid eight. You get yeah. what I'm trying to say? You see it in real life. Mm. Five and a half, six. Yeah. Mm. Don't know how you've done that. This ain't filters or nothing, but when I'm clocking the, clocking the gram, <laughs> I don't know, you done yeah, <laughs> she's always, she's got her angle that she takes. You know what I'm trying to say? I must have been in a club one time. And I'm walking towards her mm. from that the angle. angle there. On the and I saw it. I said, oh shit. <laughs> Here she is. There she is. It's fine. Well, potentially. Then she gave me the other angle. Then, then like, she gave me the other angle. I was like, ah, shit, you get me. Mm. But knowing your level. And oh, that's a skill, though. Yeah, it's, it's a skill. Or a talent. It's Sutton, though. It's a skill, but I don't know about it's talent. Sutton. I don't know no. about talent. It's not talent, it's a skill. It's, it's Sutton, a skill. man. It's Being Sutton. photogenic. Because some people are, some people look nicer in videos. Than they're doing photos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't feel like I don't feel like that's a talent. That's just it's one of those things where you just have it. Or you I mean, but if, if you're you not, do, if you're not photogenic, you're not photogenic. This is it. So I don't think. What, yeah, but if you make yourself you look good on purpose, if you, like, some people just look better in in, in real life, yes. or some people yeah, look better exactly. in pictures because they're photogenic, or whatever. And some people just do it. It's out of dumb luck. That's just that's just mm-hmm. how they are. 
if I think if you do it with intention, like you intentionally make yourself like you know your shortfalls, your positives, all those kind of things, and then you put your best foot forward every time. Talent. In this day and age, it's changed, isn't it? Because internet and social media are so powerful. Instagram is a thing that it is a. that I, I could see it can be a talent now because social media is so powerful. Like, and social yeah. media is what it is. You get what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? I was saying this to a man the other day. If I've got a galley, like, obviously, like I just said, there's girls, a majority of girls, yeah, who present in a certain way on Instagram, yeah, mm-hmm. to, a, to a certain level, you always have to take a few points of them in real life, innit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just look different. It's just what you have to do, innit? Yeah. But if the only representation, if I bring a gal in here now, you ain't never going to see her. And the only time you got to see her is on the ground. But when I take out my phone and say, hey, yeah. mm. that's who she is yeah. to use a lot. Mm-hmm. The real life doesn't matter. They're taking the points of her, it doesn't matter. This is where the, this is where the commodity is. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, right, all I know, yeah, is not everyone looks good in real life, man. That is, that is it. Do you know what I mean? It is where it is. You look the way you look. What kind of conclusion is that? <laughs> <laughs> No, because I've seen it one too many times. No, I've seen it one too many times. I've been with the man them, the man them be like, oh, that's X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. She'll walk past, say hello, crack on and all that. Then they'll show me my gram. I'll be like, that ain't the same girl. (laughs) Through her. No way. Come on, man. Hey, someone call the police now. I was with my brother one time, yeah, and we was at like a party, yeah, and I'm saying, bruv, this thing's cold and all that. He's like, Mars, but she don't look like that. She was across the room, yeah. Mm. I'm, he's like, I'm saying it's not worth it. I'm saying, but bruv, look at her. She's cold. He's like, well, forget that. There she is, like. <laughs> there she is over there, bro. Yeah. I'm like, no, but she looks cold, though. Like, you get me? <laughs> so it's so saying, crazy. The gram will have you gassed up, you know. I feel you? like where I would think nah, it's man. a talent, yeah, is if, for example, someone like Kim Kardashian, right? Where that happened, well, they made that happen and whatnot. For the average person, they would have just been a meme. That would have been that, blah, blah. Mm, but so she actually done. turned that into mm. a whole empire and blah, blah. That's why I would say she became talented. Do you know what I mean? Talented by marketing. PR. No, but like, it's like business fair, yeah. talent. A lot of girls, yeah. Different level. On Instagram. The ones that actually look prim and proper and crazy, yeah. Mm. They're not that crazy in real life, yeah. The women that are laying in real life and don't care about all that yeah their Instagrams are meaty mm. it's I prefer that unfair. though I prefer that I'll be honest with you you know you got a cold thing you're trying to show the man a gram and a gram's not working say one second nah it's not this picture <laughs> it's not this one you're, you're like, so crazy. You're like it's not hitting like the pictures that you're trying to show them not hitting and you're <laughs> so saying brother I'm telling you now she's cold that's like, how she's women cold. feel about guys because guys are not typically photogenic guys don't really care about pictures and whatever mm. so trying to show your friends who it is that you're dating <laughs> You gotta do hella T's and C's before you show the picture. Jesus no, he's season. actually better in real life. Da, 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 da. But really and truly, yeah, because when you see him in real life, he's making sense. Yeah. But his gram is very meaty. <laughs> very meaty. Nothing going on there. I'm just wait till you see him, kind of thing. See, and it's tough. So it's with, funny, with that mindset, with this day and age, it's a talent to it's a talent to be able to, 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 to look good, to look to look good and get your and get your thing popping. Especially yeah. if you're enhancing yourself as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah, I think you definitely gotta be talented. You gotta stay woke out here, guys. Well, Ma- Maggie hey, in the chat, Maggie in the chat wants me to present um, something that she was uh, speaking about earlier, right? And this okay. is about. Singers. Can I just say, mm. of course, you can present it, yeah. but also people can call in to present yes. their thoughts. Thank you for reminding me. Just, uh, Even I forgot. It's a little reminder. Yes. All right, so guys. Gotta shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> she was basically saying talented singers make it, right? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, they're talented in this and the third, but yeah. mainly because, especially when it uh, pertains to women. The beauty is the is the thing. That yeah, your looks, your aesthetic plays a part. Sex sells, yeah. right? Sex sells. There you go. I said it for years. So. But then, if you add on what I was saying earlier mm. about beauty potentially being a talent, mm. is that not 
somebody having two talents. Nah, because someone that's beautiful nah, can man. have can have no talent and they don't make it. So it's not just about the looks. You have to have talent. Both, yeah. And that and it has to be sprinkled with good looks helps the talent. Sprinkle, Otherwise, sprinkle. sometimes they just make you mm-hmm. have those looks. If your talent is so sick that they need to monetize off this, mm. they will force you to have them looks. But <laughs> other than that, I don't I, I don't think beauty is a talent in itself. No. Even if you're a beauty pageant and you're Miss World or Miss wherever well, yeah. land and sea, mm. I just I just don't see beauty as a talent because it's not up to you. Do you know what it is? I think for me, I, I feel like I don't want to minimize the effort somebody puts in to make themselves look better when they could potentially just look regular. So, for example, mm. if p- put yourself today versus another time in your life where, yeah. God forbid, you're not feeling your normal self. Yeah. There's something in your confidence, right, that mm. will translate in your beauty, even yeah. though your face hasn't changed. Yeah. That will make you look beautiful, more beautiful than... No, yeah, that I was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like there's people who know how to turn that on. Yeah, but that's not a tap. No, unless you want to go into acting. Because <laughs> if, if we say that then, say someone who's very, very healthy, eats mm. right, works yeah. out, does mm. everything they need to do, drinks a lot of water, mm-hmm. takes their vitamins, all that kind of stuff. We're going to just, that person does nothing. They just know how to make themselves look their best. I'm going to say that's, that's a talented person. No, but the person knows, like, like we were talking about earlier, about angles and stuff. They, they, they know what works for that's them. That's a skill. Yeah, skill. It's when not, you're talking about beauty, the attraction and things are, are like because yeah. being sexy and being beautiful are two different things. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can have That's sex true. appeal and you can be, you can you, you can, can be, you, you can have an energy that exudes you and it's and it's attractive because mm-hmm. people it's endearing to people like, if yeah. that makes sense. But you're not necessarily you're not exactly you're not necessarily sexy. beautiful yeah. like that if that makes sense. But obviously, someone because of all your the other components, someone, someone will, will find the beauty in you yeah. and, and be attracted to you, and then mm. you become beautiful to them in that kind of sense. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a if it's a like a linear thing, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, like, but you can. I don't know if that's a talent either, though. Like, you can you having having charisma and confidence and. It's a skill. That's a skill. Being able to like know how to carry yourself right is a skill. Being able to know, like, being able to, to even being confident. Mm-hmm. Being confident is working on confidence is a skill. Mm-hmm. Like, do you get me? So all these things for me, I see them as skills, not. Not talent. necessarily talent because it's it's a thing about you know how to package yourself mm-hmm. in the right way that helps you in whatever it is that you want to do. Someone said beauty ta- beauty pageants have talent segments. Exactly because being beauty beautiful enough being beautiful is not the, is not the it's talent. Because think about it, there's so many because mm. with beauty pageants as well they do have no, talent wait. segments. No, because with, with beauty pageants as well, yeah, mm. they it's not enough to just be beautiful and have no talent. You know, yeah. if you don't have a talent, you're not winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but your talent can't be just you I'm strolling. Beautiful. I'm walking down up and down the the, the stage. I'm thinking because you, you put a mean stroll on. Mm. That's not it. You have to act, have talent. And that's how you become Miss Whatever because you have to have substance. Because in those spaces, what they see as you having um, you having talent. Mm-hmm. Also, they want to know like what kind of stuff you do in the community. Do you do char- charity work? What kind of things you care about mm-hmm. in front of charity? If you win, what will you go and use this position to do? What, what will be the change you affect in the world because of this position? Mm. Because beauty is not... The, it's not substantial enough mm-hmm. to win to, to win this thing. Okay, you know what, Brent? Quickly, yeah. Okay, um, are you still on good terms with Bard? Yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Can you ask Bard what the difference is between a talent and skill? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I want to know: is talent to you guys something that is just okay? It's here. You can't add to it. Anything you add to it is skill added to it, or is the talent itself getting bigger? Talent get bigger. I told you, Beyonce's talent got bigger. The notice okay. is hitting, and the way she's performing today, she won't perform like that when she was sipping 16. Even though when she was 16, she was stupid talented. 
But the way she is now, mm-hmm. you, your talent grows. Talent they could be grows. one of the same, you know, because I don't think you could, like, talent is people something that people say that is people just having it. But you can learn a skill. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So if someone never had a skill initially, then they learned it and then they practiced it and learned it to to a level that they was exceptional at. Me meeting them for the first time, I'm gonna say they're talented. Yeah. If that this makes sense. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, right, the person's yeah. got a talent. Yeah. Like that is mm-hmm. so I, they, they're almost one of the same. It's I think weird. about mm-hmm. my example, I think about a gymnast, for example, yeah. Yes. So a gymnast, a ch- a child who knows how to do handstands and do all these things and blah blah blah. They're talented. Mm-hmm. You can clearly see. They have a talent and know how to move their body and be all these things. If you take that child to a school, a gymnastic school, mm-hmm. that talent grows because they're in the right environment where that ta- that talent can be nurtured. Mm-hmm. And I believe in talent being nurtured, that's how it grows. I don't feel like talent, yeah. But did their skill grow too? Yeah, the, yeah. But the, the thing is, no. But this, where skill plays into that is mm-hmm. them in, in them being disciplined, okay. in them being um, in in them when they're not. At gymnastic school, mm-hmm. it makes sure they've got a good diet. It may be working out as well to ensure that they've got the right body to be able to do to, for the, so the talent is used in the right way. Mm. Those stuff, the skill helps the talent grow. However, mm-hmm. being in the right environment and actually pouring into your talent will also make your talent grow. Because when someone starts starts off doing handstands, mm. when they can now, when Simone Biles is doing all the things she's doing, all of that stuff she's doing is not skill. That's still talent. When she's breaking records and creating new moves that no one has ever, judges haven't seen, that's still talent because she's able to do it. But her skills of being hardworking, of working out, of doing all, or eating right, all that kind of stuff, added to, aided to that is talent it, growing. So is, yeah, it, say, is, is, is it fair to say they're one the same in like, okay, cool. Like, say like singing, yeah? You hear yeah. someone that's got a talent for singing, yeah? Wow. Raw talent. They yeah. can belt out, they can sing, but they don't know what they're doing. They don't necessarily understand music like that. Yeah. A singing teacher will get them and hone their skills and teach them about different things, vibrato, falsetto, whatnot, mm-hmm. whatnot, whatnot. And that's the skill. That's the skill within the talent that mm-hmm. you're honing. But it's it's all within the same. It's like having football. You might see a kid who's got natural footballing ability because the way he can strike a ball or his touch or whatever, he don't know what he's doing. That's just his talent. Okay, then you, then you grab him and hone him and teach yeah. him the different things, how to do this, how to pass, mm-hmm. and that's the skills. Within the talent, mm. so the skills within the talent, the skills within the talent, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. Mm, well, and you are saying it's two different things, though. So, no, I was wrong. I was thinking, now I'm now I'm starting to think they're the same thing. Well, what you just said suggested it were two different things. Right. Well, you mentioned the singing, and then the teacher coming in and then showing them how to use that particular. That's the, and that's the skill. Yes, so it's two different things. But it's within it. If you ain't got the natural talent to do that in the first place, then you couldn't, because the teacher couldn't. The teacher couldn't come and show me. It doesn't matter if you're going to show me about it for so or I don't have the talent to sing. So you could show me the skills, but I don't have the talent to implement it anyway. Yeah, I hear that. But what you just suggested, that there, were, there was a, a process added to another process that changed the outcome. <laughs> so it's too difficult. Never mind. Okay, go on. I'm here. So I'm, uh, it's also, I'm informed by what I'm reading. So oh. I'm <laughs> cheating. Okay, go yeah. on. Um, <laughs> uh, so on Esther's... Um, little uh, monologue just now it was solid 100% because it says here Bard says Mm -hmm. talent is a natural ability or aptitude for something Mm -hmm. it is something that people are born with Mm -hmm. and it is often difficult to develop or improve Mm. skill is the ability to do something well and it is developed through practice and training here's a table that summarizes the key differences between talent and skill Um, characteristic inherent or learnt the talent is inherent and the skill is learnt. Characteristic, okay. easy to develop. Talent, difficult to develop. Skill, 
can be developed with practice and training. Characteristic, commonness, talent, rare, skill, common. Characteristic, examples, um, talent, <laughs> <laughs> talent, perfect pitch, um, athleticism, creative mind, skill, playing a musical instrument, speaking a foreign language, and coding. Mm. Yeah, you could have just put that up right on the screen. I don't know if it is. It would have shown up on Emmanuel's screen. I don't know why I was there worrying about Emmanuel. But can you read that from the big screen? You can't, can you? Well, I, I can. read some of it, yeah. Oh, okay. My eyes are good, actually. When it's so cheeky, yeah. I know. I'm messy, good at messy eyesight, yeah. Listen, my, my sight right is better then. than 2020. So, All right. I mean. So then this goes to what I was saying before about... Um, Talent is basically then that thing that remains like this, right? And then the skill just add to it. You know what I'm saying? But your talent doesn't grow then. Ask Bard, can talent grow? Can you grow your talent? He just said it's harder to to develop. But plus, I I guess in in normal life, we kind of use the words interchangeably. Yes, you can grow talent. While talent is often seen as something that people are born with, it is also possible to develop and improve your talents through practice, training, and dedication. Yeah. Mm. So the skill... So the skill aids you in... Oh, sorry. Sorry, y'all. Your skills aid you in growing your talent, improving your talent, yeah. developing your talent. But they also say that it's, it's harder to improve talent, right? But it's, it's easier to Learn destroy talent. I heard that. Really? Yeah. As in to not utilize it or to... And to even destroy it. So if you put him in a, in a wrong environment, you potentially that God-given ability just fades and, and does not... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But in the right environment, yes, you can you can nurture it and stuff, but it's it's harder to develop. And so I, I think this is where I the skills come I never practiced at putting words together, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, don't I know didn't know I, mean. I could even do that, if mm. that makes sense. It's something that i just done. And where at a time in my life it was something that was that was new for us. There was nothing mm-hmm. to compare it to. I had to throw against the wall, so so what stick. You get me? And there's literally people's reaction to me and giving me that confirmation that let me know I could do something to a high level. I plan it. I ain't never had no dreams of being a musician as a kid and all these kind of things or whatever, whatever. It's something that just happened. I didn't know I could do that to that level. You get me? There's nothing I could have practiced or or thing to work on it. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? I could just do it. Mm. I'm just just mm. God given. All right, Messi. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I could probably drop you in a different environment. Let's say not on a desert island, but in a jungle somewhere, and you can survive off the back of the talent that you have. Is that what you're asking me? No, I, I believe that can happen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Wendy Manuel said that if you don't nurture it, you will lose it. I don't know if you will lose it. I mean, it might be rusty because yeah. you, you don't, you're not in the forums in which it is that you can see it working or have to basically deploy it. Mm. But, but what I don't talent, know if you lose it. What talent are you saying um, would survive? It, well, um, survival, hustling... Um, yeah, but in that in that foreign environment, would he not be using that talent? Yeah. So, so, so no, but I, I didn't say that to talk to your point. I I said that because what he said, uh, okay. and I came came back to your point where mm. you said that if it isn't nurtured, you can lose it. I don't know if you can lose it. You, it, it might not be. Rusty. It might not be optimum. It yeah. might not mm-hmm. be optimum. But if you got it, you got it. Yeah. Once once you're plucked out and you're forced to, it, it's like a ride a bike. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. That? yeah. 
the muscle memory thing. Yeah, just yeah. muscle memory. Snap okay. straight back. Yeah, yeah. Bef- before we quickly um, move on, yeah, let me just ask you guys quickly this, yeah, before we move on to like mentorship and, uh, and environment quickly. Um, Floyd Mayweather, talent or skill? Both. Or work ethic? Both. What is that? What, how do you interpret him and his greatness? Use Tyson instead. <laughs> Why Tyson? Why? Because in my head, I don't know what his youth or whatnot, Mm-hmm. Like a boxing coach spotted him and his ability to do certain things. They're like, ooh, mm-hmm. if honed well, I could turn you into a monster. Yeah. Because mm. how then, he used to move when I saw him like practicing and whatnot, that mm-hmm. was crazy. Yeah. yeah. I would I would say both of them's talent. I would say both of them I would say both of them's God given talent. Because obviously you can work on it and you can do it, but there's like there's boxing trainers and coaches mm. all around the world. You've watched Mayweather fight enough times to and you can teach someone a thing. Teaching them that doesn't make you Mayweather. Mm. Watching him in action, that you can you can practice that all you want. You ain't Mayweather, mm-hmm. or there'll be another one now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like 100%. he's he's different, and it's the same with Tyson. You can't you can't teach that like what these men have got. Like you know what I'm trying to say? Like mm-hmm. and obviously like technically you can, but it's not gonna. If it was, then we'd have another carbon. If you could just teach it, we'd have a carbon copy of it. Because mm. why wouldn't you want to be Tyson or, mm. or Mayweather? Mm. You There's get what I mean? Never gonna mm. be another Tyson. There's never gonna be another Mayweather. Mayweather's ability to hit. And not be hit is like superior yeah. to everyone, really and truly. And and some people call him like a defensive fighter, but it's like it's the sweet science, really. And truly. Like for me to punch you in your face, look at you in your face, and move out the way, and you're just swinging for air for God knows however long. And then Tyson itself, you look at his work effort. By like ten in the morning, eleven, he's done like a thousand sit ups and like mm. then some. So most people ain't even working out like that. He was an age. angry man. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But he, he he used that anger to like to to win and and mm. just determination and just they all go hand in hand. They've got to have work up. ethic. You've got yeah, to, you've 100%. got to hone those talents for them to reach mm. to reach optimum performance. But again, you, you don't. They had that. They mm. got that. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? That like, mm. it's mad still. The, the work ethic is, is 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 very much important because mm. having the talent without the hard work ain't gonna get you nowhere. But the beauty yeah. of being able to spot talent and then extract it and then hone it, that's why is you you need to always get praise for loons. Because <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that means you can't sleep. <laughs> you can't sleep. You have to continue holding that. Loons is cold though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loons. <laughs> Who do you think had more talent though? Floyd or Tyson? Mm. And who has more skill then, as well? Oh, I would maybe Tyson. But if you're going to do it like that, if I had to pick, I'd go Tyson, talent, Floyd, skill. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. Only because that's the options you gave me, and I'm on the spot, so that's just what I'm going to go with. And in my mind, I kind of know how I came to get that conclusion. I don't know if I could show my working at. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. I have to speak a bit louder. Um, I didn't connect it to the the unit, so you're on speaker. Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it. It sounds bad still. Big up anyway. But what I was saying, yeah, was in my opinion, well, based on coaching anyway, there is no no one's born with a natural talent. You know, like you're born with your basic instincts. Like, you might be fast, you might not be, but it's all honed. Like we, this is nurture, not nature. You know, like Tyson, if you look at, if you look at Tyson, for example, Tyson was a small heavyweight. 
there weren't actually what you would call a big heavyweight. Uh, it, it, it was all about the coaching. You know? That's why as soon as he lost the coaches that he lost, his talent started to drop off. It wasn't nothing to do with him even going to jail. It was more to do with the fact that he lost the coaches that he had. As soon as Kevin Rooney weren't there no more, he was getting beaten up by by idiots. He was getting clapped with all sorts of foolish shots. But was that because of his work ethic, though, going down? Say that again? Was that because of his work ethic, dipping? Yeah, but that comes to the coach, isn't it? Yeah, so... so the, the coach is the one who keeps you on point. The coach is the one who wakes you up in the morning at four o'clock for them runs. Is the one who, 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 who gets you in for your session and gets you focused and keeps you on job, you know? As soon as you, as soon as he had lesser coaches, he suffered. He so, suffered so are you saying Tyson wasn't born with no talent? As soon as Kevin Rooney left him. Are you saying Tyson wasn't born with no talent then? No, I'm saying that he he was he was tall, you know. Like no one's born with talent, we're tall. So why don't so why aren't we just you know? taught more people to be like Tyson then? Nurturing is you're nurtured to be what you are. You're yep. So normal. how come? And my question to you is, how come we haven't taught bare people to be like Tyson? There, there, there is like look at Wilder. Wilder's got a better knockout ratio than Mike Tyson. What? Nothing. Nah. Nah, see, you're talking nonsense nah, now. Stop, because stop, forget stop, knockout stop. ratio. We're talking about talent. Wilder couldn't tie Tyson's boots for talent. Uh, you're talking about boxing ability. So it's ability a talent. It's not the same thing. It's a talent for someone to find yeah. it and see something yeah. in him and then hold it, hone it. He had to have something there, innit? So yeah, of course the skills gonna come into it and the trainers gonna come into it and they're gonna hone, but they're honing his talents, bro. From start, from scratch, from rawness, both of them, no training. Wilder and Tyson's chalk and cheese. Oh, I, I don't deny it. What, the, the, yeah, so Mark, if you was, if, if what you were saying was correct, how can we haven't taught more people to be like Tyson? Because why wouldn't you? Oh, no, we have. There's, there's, the style was not dead. There's, there's plenty of people who use Tyson's style. There's plenty of baby Tysons all around the place. Where? Where? Okay. Everywhere. Everywhere. Names, bro. Names. Names. <laughs> names. Bro, no. The style hasn't died. It's the, it's the custom style. Okay. No, but the effectiveness of the style. Who, who's used that style to become a world champion, like Tyson today? Who's done that? No, but you're you're missing the point. It doesn't matter whether or not I'm someone else used the, the style the in the same manner. It matters whether or not the style still exists. That, that wasn't Tyson's style. Tyson didn't come up with that. He's coached it. Yeah, but it, but he's what we're trying to say is that like Customer gave Tyson something to work with, but Tyson came to, to, to the gym with something. You know what I'm saying? Like otherwise Customer would have been producing Tysons before Tyson and and, and and somebody else after. He did. He had world champions. No, but no, but he didn't have Tysons though. He didn't have Tyson. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, there's been no Tyson before Tyson. There's been no Floyd before Floyd. You know what I'm saying? The ability to be able to perform what the coach does is exceptional to the person. But that doesn't come it's the from talent. some type of natural talent. That comes from the coach. Okay. It doesn't come from natural talent. It has to come from the coach because he never came up with the style. Tyson wasn't born bobbing and weaving. <laughs> The coach he came into the gym like all everyone else does come into the gym no. and talk. That's facts, Kevin. But he wasn't born bobbing and weaving. But the natural talent and ability that he had was perfect for boxing. 
got the mental willpower and the determination, the, the link that he, the, the emotional link that he made with the coach. He found his father figure, you know, same way like Cristiano Ronaldo found his father figure in Alex Ferguson. It weren't natural talent. It was it was coached. He had to go through work with great coaches, and it's the reason why you can see it suffering now for Man United, right? Because you know coaches aren't great. So when you get players, you see the effect. Of the right, you're moving the goalposts now. Yeah, I lock him yeah, off, man. Yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. How we get to Man United? <laughs> what are you talking about? Who are you talking to? <laughs> I know. I hear what you're saying to a point where, like, the coach homes certain players on that, but like, you can't say Tyson went didn't have some kind of didn't come to the gym with some kind of talent. That's crazy. Like, he had something there to work with. Do you think that Kevin, the coach, put his arm around him, and because the coach put his arm around him in a certain way, he responded well to the coach. And because of it, he got great. He got great players. Like it, when you go and look at coaches who are, who he's worked with, the coaches have a record of, of of show and tell. This is why it weren't replicated by other people. Otherwise, he would have carried on being the same champion all the way throughout his career. No, but no, but Kevin, the Kevin, that would have been the, the the prevailing thing, right? Kevin Ty- Tyson was like what five? No more than five eleven, yeah. Like yeah, exactly. and, and like small you said, yeah, it's very very small. It a, exactly, he was a small heavyweight. Yeah, do you feel like Customato could have made another Tyson, another person who walks in the gym five eleven, yeah, off the street and made another Tyson? Well, Gus has got multiple champions. That's no, not my point. No, 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 you're asking for it to be exactly like Tyson, and that don't make sense. No, the reason why I'm asking, the reason why I'm asking for it to be Tyson on a regular basis. No, but the reason why I'm, I'm asking for another Tyson is not necessarily for it to be exactly like him, right? But somebody of his build, somebody who was as devastating as him, someone who became a world champion at 19, could somebody who the average five eleven year old? Huh? Jose Torres, like Gus had. Other world champions. He didn't just produce one. Right. Floyd Patterson wasn't a big heavyweight either. Floyd Patterson was a small heavyweight. That's why when he fought against Sonny Liston, he was terrified. When you read his book, he says that he was terrified because everyone thought that he was going to get killed. Because it's the same thing. You're walking in there as a small heavyweight, not really built for what you're doing, but because your coach is great, he's managed to make you go to a world title. All right. It's the exact same thing. No, no different. Floyd Patterson, look up Floyd Patterson. Floyd Patterson weren't no big, muscly heavyweight. But he wasn't Tyson, though. He wasn't the world champion at 19. He didn't, he didn't he have... one the... of the youngest world champions out there. Yeah, but he... Up in the history yeah, but, but the devastating, like... You have to remember, yeah, Tyson was... How do I even put it? Like, he was, from, he, was, he was a different type of boxer. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, he stepped in with a natural strength natural strength you know what i'm saying the skill i think was taught to him 100 i agree with that but he came in with uh, something that cuss could work with you know what i'm saying if you want to point towards his mental determination he's no nah, not not just his, that uh, but his desire to succeed then yeah you could call that um, a natural 
individual thing that he has because to replicate it is is difficult because it's not the skill set that's 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 hard to pass on because the coach has done that before mm. it's the mindset so okay. maybe you could say mindset but in terms of an actual physical talent like the actual skill set what Brent put up earlier mm-hmm. the actual skill set that comes with it is not the same thing as the mental determination and do you feel like that applies individual do you feel like that applies to um Floyd Mayweather as well yeah yeah because because it, it's not the only world champion that um either him or, or his father has worked with his uncle had worked but, but his this... uncle and father worked with multiple world champions and had not not necessarily the same success but they've won world titles nowhere near the locations. same success nowhere near the same success mm. and and this 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 is um the different the um the differentiation that i'm trying to to make here right you can make another great champion because you're a great coach but there's something about that individual that is different to other individuals and that's the natural talent we're talking about you know what i'm saying Otherwise, that's we would mental. have more that's of them. Physical. Huh? That's mental. That's okay, physical. Okay, cool. So, so to you, that that difference, right, is a mental thing and not necessarily a physical thing. Yeah, 100%. Because and no one is born doing what we do. Like, Miles weren't born rapping. Like, you lot weren't born podcasting. Like, no one is born bobbing and weaving. Mm. Like, Floyd weren't born slipping punches, you know? He had to get in the ring and be taught it. His okay. mentality towards it was the difference. So there's people who can do what we all do, right? People who coach like me or hey, people Kevin. who do a podcast like you. But your yeah, individuality, the thing that actually makes that you successful is your mentality, not, your, not some physical talent. A big man. man. Kevin, your ability to be one-track mind and have tunnel vision is also a talent as well. Big I, man. I, I, how, you know, you know, how you know Mark's going to come out of the room rapping, bruv? <laughs> uh, I know Mark didn't come out of room with a hot 16 we can go around all day when when you're arguing mm. points if you're arguing facts and opinions it's two different things when you're arguing opinions you could be here all day and it's not a place mm-hmm. to argue your opinion that yeah. is the beautiful thing and the horrible thing about opinions that everybody's entitled to one mm. you get what I'm saying everybody alright well thank you very much man it's not technically an opinion but I hate you oh we try to say this is, oh, this is facts Kevin uh, uh, this is facts yeah I shout to you Kevin man. you're the coldest man you're, you're the coldest no one's born doing what we do no matter who, what, you, what it is that you do no one's just born doing it you, you was a baby once and you, yeah, didn't, you couldn't so much as stand up let alone piss by yourself like you couldn't do anything that's, so that's, you that's a fact you had to be taught right you had to like you had to come through teaching mm. alright so, how about remote viewing? Say that again, remote viewing? And telekinesis. <laughs> remote viewing and telekinesis? Yes. I don't even know what you mean. Using you certain parts me. of your brain that other people can't use to do certain things. Mm. Um, who does that? They people. I mean, if you just look at Einstein, right? <clears throat> His IQ is different level. I don't think he, he learned that. Yeah, I know you have to go, Mags. Sorry, guys, I've got to, I've got to shoot. Because I got, cause I got to another shoot. To learn all of them. He didn't, he didn't wake up I'll be back in the morning, guys. Peace out. Okay, how about Peace having an eidetic... Is it eidetic memory? Where is it? You just remember stuff that you just... Photographic memory? Photographic, yeah, photographic. Yeah, it's eidetic, where you remember every single... Yeah. Detail. Yeah. And you can recall different. it. Photographic yeah, memory. you can recall it. Yeah, photographic memory. So you have instant recall and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but that's not isn't that not a talent? Um, yeah, but 
that's a mental talent as opposed to a physical talent. Yeah, I we're mean, who's giving examples? Who's talking about Cristiano Ronaldo? Yeah, 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 but Pogba, your your, your point was that boxing. nobody's born with talents, and I, I I just had to basically throw that in so that I could just correct that. Whether it's mental or physical, it's it's irrelevant because it speaks to your your point that nobody is born with talent. Well, well, kind of, right? But like, let's, let's look at it like this. If Einstein this wasn't man. provided with that environment, would we have ever known that he could have been Einstein? <laughs> like, Einstein, like, Einstein that wakes up in Gaza isn't Einstein, right? So sorry, I, I don't I don't want to talk about Einstein anymore because I I've, I've just realized I don't think you you don't want to have a, a conversation. I've just presented to you that people are born with um, the access to their brains that other people don't have access to, and you you're looking to argue with me that it's not a talent. Um, about is a, it's exceptionally small amount. Of no, but that's 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 not, not that wasn't what we were talking about. Whether it is that plenty of people have it or plenty of people don't have it. Okay, but transferring that across into something still needs to be nurtured. Hundred percent. I don't think I don't think we were disagreeing with that. Hundred percent. To make it um, optimal. Hundred uh, percent. Sorry, Kevin. So I really appreciate the fact that as you've called in, you always add something fantastic to the conversation. Uh, but we need to move on. All love, my people. Have All a right. great one. Thank Thank you so much. All right, thanks, guys. Okay. Before we quickly um, wrap up here, talk to me, guys, quickly about the importance of mentorship and the environment. Mentorship as in someone mentoring mm -hmm. you through... And, yeah, it's important. Just as Kevin was yeah. alluding to um, Ferguson, you know, over um, Ronaldo, uh, custom over Tyson, it's very important. You know, you, you did the wrong mentor... Could have, you know, we might not have Ronaldo now if it weren't for Fergie. We might not have Tyson if it weren't for a custom. So, um, so, so important. Uh, good morning. Um, quick one, please. Quick one, please. Morning, cooler. Yeah, no, uh, I just wanted to uh, agree with Kevin. I feel as though um, people are quick to say it's talent, where obviously it does come. Um, to talent but the environment is probably the most crucial bit and where they grow up and how they're nurtured is the most important bit you can obviously do it to boxing but you can do it to football as well so for example Margs mentioned Messi as a kid but you don't mention the fact that he grew up in the best academy in the world at the time and he got nurtured by arguably the greatest manager by the time, for example. Same way Mike Tyson got coached by one of the greatest coaches in Gus DeMarso, things like that. And that's the biggest factor rather sorry, than talent is that. Sorry, quick question. Where it's come from. Sorry, quick question. Who's the greatest manager at the time nurturing Messi? Pep Guardiola. At the time? Yeah. Okay. S sorry, to rewind back to the first sentence when you say you agree with Kevin. He said that nobody's born with talent. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Because you've moved no, the goalposts. Uh, 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 no, but it's it's not it's not that no one's born. It's that that's how everyone has it. So you see how there was like, oh, why is there another uh, Tyson or there there is that's, there is another like Messi things like that. But they just don't have you know the fact that they're not at Barcelona as a, a youngster or they're not coached by the best. No, stop, 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 stop. We're going too far. We're going too far. Let's go back to the initial sentence. Kevin said 
nobody's born with talent. Do you agree with that? Yeah. No, no but I agree with the fact that right. the talent is uh, minimal. And we, we also agree that you need to nurture the talent to be um, better at said thing. We had a whole discussion. I'm not sure if it is that you've been listening. Yeah, no, but as in the as in what we're saying, what I'm saying, is that the nurture uh, fact is prevalent and it's the biggest one rather than the talent. The talent is minimal, like really, really minimal. Is anybody in this room saying the talent is the most important thing? Nope. No. This why we, remember, this is why we were asking about the ratio. That's why I, have you been listening to our conversation? I don't know what he was Kevin listening. came in and tried to flip the table over. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and, uh, let, let me ask you, yeah. When you say minimal, how minimal are we talking about? Give me, give me a percentage. Mm. Out of 100, please. Like 25% yeah. max. 25%. So, so you think that the optimum thing would be 25% ratio of um, talent to 75 work ethic? No, no, no. It's, there's a mixture of things, but um, the talent... No, out of those two, though. I think about is 20%, 25%, yeah. Look, like, um, I, I gave everyone in the room um, a scenario where it was just like work ethic and talent. And what you would choose, right, to, to better aid you along your journey to success, right? What would you choose for yourself? Um, work ethic, like 90%. And talent, 10%. See? Yeah. Okay, cool. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Have you called him before? What's your name? Yes, he has. Frenchie. Oh, is it Frenchie? Yeah. Okay, big up, man. Really heard from you in a while, man. Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been working and working. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you for calling, man. Thank you. All the time. No, Thank you. Bye. All right. So, quick one. Mentorship, guys. Do you kind of just see that the same as a coach, pretty much? Yeah, but I think it is possible to still develop your talent and stuff like that without a coach. It just take, might take longer. The process mm. might be yeah. longer as opposed to, you know, a good mentor telling you you should do yeah. this, you should do that. And it depends in what industry. Okay. Like sports wise, I can imagine you yeah, having a coach definitely mm. helps, but if it's something else, music and yeah, stuff that's artsy, I, I don't you really be born with perfect pitch, huh? Like, you can really be born with perfect pitch. What do you mean, perfect pitch? Singing, perfect, that's singing, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, can you be born with it? You, you can, you can be, yeah. so you wouldn't need a coach to, yeah. So, I think yeah. it depends on the industry. How much times have you been to the church and you can hear someone just belting out? And you're like, bro, who's that in the back? Mm. Type thing. Not that I ain't been to a church in a long time, so I wouldn't really know. No, no, you, you haven't because you shook and shivered. <laughs> I was yes, cold yeah. last night. No, it wasn't cold. Brent had <laughs> it was me, Jesus. Brent had me cold <laughs> in the church, you know. In the house of the Lord, I'm asking for heat. You know, I've never. I don't want to turn on the so heating. Give me I no blanket. You he was complaining so much. Complaining, no, really? Just whining, no whining. blow heater. And, and I'm not had, a man. I'm not a man that complains. The man, old woman, just just coasted. Listen, no, the, the coasted. Se- listen, the semi-fat. She was freezing. Well. I was ready to hug her. She was cold. Like anyway, listen, she my was narrative cold. is not being suited, right? You were crying. No, I weren't crying. Listen, I had one leg out. Let's be fair, and I had no socks on, and it was cold. Why you decided to take your socks off? I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. Was that a choice you made? I thought the shot that we were going to do would catch it, and then obviously it didn't catch it. So I'm thinking, why am I? That's why I wouldn't pull it on. Then you should have put on socks that didn't have little characters on it. 
Because they had like a yeah, cartoon had, stuff. Yeah, I like, like, I like, I like, I like my cartoon socks and all that, man. Cartoon boxes and all that, man. Leave them alone. No, Quite cartoon the boxes. Yeah, well, cartoon boxes. Yeah, bit of colour, bit of flavour. No? Oh, is that like... <laughs> 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 Look into it. <laughs> <laughs> all, that, all I'm saying, Brent had me out there freezing. I weren't the only one. <laughs> so that is I mean. so funny, But man. you were the most... Yeah, no, but I'd like to be vocal about most things, isn't it? As I said, yesterday was Moscow, and that was the word, Moscow. I don't know, I didn't even feel none of that. You know? yeah, brother, you were in a t-shirt, you were cold. I was cold for you. I was looking at you. I wasn't. Like, <laughs> I, I, was I wasn't. You was cold, though. You're from that, you're from that, the hot islands and all that, man. You were definitely cold, mm, Yeah, man. definitely. You were cold, and sorry, right, man. It's cool. I'm glad you sorted this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ben, a quick thing, yeah. Um, you mentioned about the perfect pitch thing, yeah? Yes. And um, Rich was talking about oh, people in church, you know, there's no coach or whatever. Yeah. When somebody finds their talent, especially a talent like that, right, where they can just sing, doesn't them just singing in the shower and singing whenever mm. the opportunity equal to practice? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you, kind you of. Pra- you, yeah, you know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean that but you can just it, approach mm. any style, genre, um... Without knowing it, you still have to basically be taught that. Taught what? Oh, you can self, um, be self-taught, be mm. taught, taught by others, but a vocal coach coming um, on board and then honing that, 100% it will make it better. 100%. Mm. Okay. Because okay. you're still like a baby in that particular world. Yes, mm-hmm. mm. you have this, but how can I use this? How can I utilize this? Mm. How can it be most effective? Where can it be most effective? Mm. All right. Mm. Well, guys, I think we touched on that, man. We got the listener that recommended that. Yes. That was a very, very good conversation. Big up! Is it because you're warm now? <laughs> Just making noise. Yeah. Whining, yeah. whining, whining. So I was not whining. I felt like a whining man. Don't listen to this guy. You're a liar, Whining man. Listen, don't be as bad as Marks, man. Marks is a no, bad liar. No, there were times where I just... I just bit my tongue because I didn't want to, I don't want to talk to you I was the way not I wanted whining. to talk to you. I was not whining. And the thing is, when you start doing it, mm. others would just join in. Really? That's because they wanted to say something. See, I was the man that was speaking for them, the people's man. <laughs> you were fighting for the people? Yeah, I was fighting for the people. Everyone was just... <laughs> I job. Were, you know, I got there, there was about... Everyone was outside. I was like, why is he not inside? Because I was trying to get in. I called Brent. Brent, open the door. <laughs> These are out there freezing. Like, they're out there for time. <laughs> These hands, Brent's been there an hour already. I'm like, right. Wait, wait, exactly. Wait, wait, what do you think has just happened? I don't understand why you look at me with that. What do you think Freezing, has just happened? you know, outside is cold. Every single last one of them had my number. Moscow. None of them oh, decided to him. call me. So, do oh, I know oh, they're outside? Oh, they got the day. They were knocking. Deserved. They said they were knocking the door. They were trying to... Yeah, well, you have my number. So, if you try all these things, but, you, you're supposed to get through to call I knock your door. Why are you not answering? And, and, and we're meant to be coming. But when I get here and I knock on the door and I don't get an answer, I text or ring Brent and mm-hmm. say, hi, I'm outside. Yeah. As soon as I so got Because I have his number. Three white people that they don't know each other and then they see a black man and the black man say, yeah, I don't want to call Brent. They're probably wondering, is Brent black? <laughs> mm. one, of them, one of them thought I was you for a second. Oh, yeah. Which one? The security guard. We said hello, Brent. There were two. Oh, no, no the first one, one was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Director. <laughs> <laughs> that director. I oh wanted to cuss that guy out. Cuss that guy out. For anyone uh, watching and the, you're not, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> neither do I. On <laughs> another <laughs> day, yeah. On another day, <laughs> he gets kicked off set. Serious? I, I was thinking, look. What? 
Brother, why are you talking so much? I want to open my mouth to say it, my friend. Do you want to direct it? Yeah, like, let me hear it. Take the script, take take the notes, take everything. Like, in my mind, y'all, I'll, I'll, I'm always, like, open to listening and stuff. Mm. But there's a time and place for it. Yeah, and for obviously, like, mean. small projects, cool. Like, you can have your little say, mm. big, big man, you got to go home, bro. <laughs> Do you think he cared that you were about to show him He's seen it. No, I don't think he's seen it. Exactly. Exactly. No, I to him. Hey, Richard, do this wrong. <laughs> no. Maybe do this. You were doing Insane. it like we wanted you to no, do it. No, but that's why I thought he ain't seen it. So let me give him like. No, no, I clocked he had. I clocked he had. He had seen it. Of course he did. Of course he did. No, he had, yeah. Are you he sure? No, I'm just sorry. Seen nah, it, I don't man. believe it, man. I don't believe it. Then why would you like if you're asking me to do? If the director and the producer are asking me to do something a certain way. Some Billy no mates out of nowhere <laughs> said, Hey, I think you should do it that way, fella. But um, okay, my, like, man, my man told me, uh, uh, It looks a bit overexposed. <laughs> you don't know what's on my camera. <laughs> you don't imagine? know what's on my camera. At one point, he goes, Yeah, what, what number is it up there? Brett was like, Wait, what? What, what do you mean? He goes, Yeah, what the number Let me control the lighting exposure on my end. I said to myself, Brother, are you. Are you here oh, to work? Like, what was his role in all of this? He was You're just supposed to stand there and pull a gun. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's no lines. <laughs> no lines. <laughs> yeah, to said the most. That's crazy. No most. lines. That's crazy. That's None. <laughs> you know how funny it was? I wanted to burst out laughing at him. I didn't want to be rude. And in my mind, I'm saying, why are you doing this? See, like, I, why I, are you... I, if I had done that's what so I funny. wanted to do, he would leave. <laughs> Because he would have been, he would have been offended. Just that, I tried my best. I even said, "How was that? Is that good?" You know what it is? Yeah, we even we even shot it one of his ways, just so he can shout. Certain like, like, oh, you did you you like that? (laughs) You know, if you're happy with it, I mean, I should say it, like. you know, it just like oh, and every time you say, every time you suggest something, he'll be like, ah, oh, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's up to you, but you know, it's up to you. But it's my opinion. I'm just saying, you know, it's your thing. Oh, oh, oh my god, that's so funny, man. No, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not made for them type of environments. Or I have to move like Christopher Nolan. The patience, the and patience. And people just have to, have to, have to hit me because I can't stand, can't stand it. <laughs> You'd never get that. Like My that, patience so. level when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I can yeah, imagine. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, yeah, and I have to yeah, basically... Yeah. Right, you need to bite right? your tongue. Don't, don't do it because he might walk out and then you have one less person. One less person. To be fair to him, he pulled the gun well. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah, like yeah, the other guy. I'll be honest. He could have done all of that and pulled him shit. You can't do all of that and then not do what you're meant to do. The other guy, though. This is the other guy who's like... <laughs> it was the worst what you thing of super life. <laughs> <laughs> you find these people, and he's doing all the talking before you. Know? Oh my goodness! I'm not a never talker. There's always one. There's always one. Oh, damn shit! I'll never forget that. I said, "What kind of flop?" Why don't you laugh? <laughs> That's why I like the other guy, right? Because all he had to do was get shot and sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand? But he still wanted to get that right. And like I was saying to Brent, I was saying, yo, this guy doesn't seem interested. <laughs> like, he's just sitting over there. <laughs> no, no, he's waiting for it. No, 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 but he was right. Yeah, he was just yeah. waiting for his yeah. moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he delivered. He yeah. delivered. Yeah, but that's, he even done a whole 
Stunt man. There's some characters on set, you know. That yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray Bus like makes me laugh so much because when he did the first part, right, and then he looked up and he delivered that last line. You know when you put your voice like Batman. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Batman thing. The, I think that's the, the new thing at the minute. Or a few different people. So, so, guys who are listening, who don't Sorry. know, you will get about. context it's, yeah, soon. It's gonna make sense soon, soon man. man. You know but do you know how you get the context? You gotta keep liking the videos, man. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. You gotta keep liking the videos, subscribe to the channel, all that great stuff, and you will be the first ones to get all the context that is needed. And that's a fact. Okay? Sure. But yeah, man. Is that it? Let's move Let's get on. To our next headlines. All right, guys. So our next headline, trigger warning here. Hamas has denied refusing an offer of fuel from Israel for Gaza's biggest hospital, which the World Health Organization says is not functioning due to bombing and gunfire. The Al-Shifa the hospital's last generator ran out of fuel at the weekend, leading to the deaths of three premature babies and nine other patients. This is according to the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry. Israel's uh, military said that it, it had coordinated the delivery of 300 litres, which is 79 gallons of fuel, um, with hospital officials, but claimed that Hamas prevented the hospital from receiving it. Hamas denied the claim, saying in a statement, um, the offer belittles the pain and suffering of the patients who are trapped inside without water, without food or electricity. This quantity is not enough to operate hospital generators for more than 30 minutes. Israel has claimed that Hamas control centre is situated under the hospital which both medical staff at the hospital and Hamas have repeatedly denied. A second hospital in Gaza, Al-Quds, uh, closed to new patients on Sunday as well. So that's obviously exacerbated the situation. Three UN agencies have expressed horror at the situation facing Gaza's hospitals, saying that they had recorded at least 137 attacks on healthcare facilities in 36 days, resulting in 521 deaths and 686 injuries. Next headline, the Archbishop of Canterbury has called for a ceasefire in the war between Israel and Hamas, saying that the scale of civilian deaths and humanitarian catastrophe in Gaza could not be morally justified. He went on to say that the killing must stop, and he added that the call for a ceasefire was a moral cry. In his opening address to the Church of England um, Synod uh, meeting in England, sorry, in, in London, Welby said, as a religious uh, leader, I can say that the killing of so many civilians, the extensive damage of civilian infrastructure cannot be morally justified. I do not have military or political answers to the crisis. I do not speak from those perspectives, but the call for a ceasefire is a moral cry that we are hearing from people of many faiths and none. Our common humanity must find another way to achieve justice, security, and peaceful coexistence for Israelis and Palestinians from now and for the future. In Christ's name, we cry out from our hearts, no more, the killing must stop. Now, last headline, um, a loophole allowing uh, landlords to rent out squalid um, homes is contributing to a shameful, well, to shameful conditions of the type seen nearly a century ago. This is according to the head of England's environmental health chief. Um, yeah, sorry, environmental health. Um, so this particular chief, Peter Wright, called for a wholesome reform of how the private rented sector is regulated to address serious systemic failings that leave tenants at the mercy of rogue landlords. Colleagues had seen properties in such disrepair, um, racked with mold, damps, and rats. 
um, that they keep officers awake at night, he said. There are some living conditions today that are as poor as we would have found in the 1930s, in the 1940s, and the 50s. It's shameful to feel that there are still people living in terrible conditions in 2023 in England. Very sad, man. Um, but yeah, that's it for the headlines. It's time to pay the bills. Right, let's get into some word and road. <laughs> I don't really have much news from the UK because obviously we had more pressing matters on our um, political side of life. But one of the Loose Women um, hosts, her name is Linda Robson. She is divorcing her husband of 33 years, man. Oh, wow. Crazy. 33 whole years, yeah. That's a shame, long man. time, bro. Very, but um, sister's had enough. <coughs> 33, man. No, so she said enough so is she enough. she had enough? Serious. We near the end. <laughs> she said enough is enough. Uh, Crazy. But apparently, though, she is, she's always been open about like the kind of challenges of marriage mm, that they face mm. and all that kind of stuff. And she did say he's a really good dad and we had some good years. But enough is enough. So... There's which one's, which one's Linda Robson? No idea. Linda Robson. When you see her face, you recognise her. Okay. She's a white woman, but, you know, it's difficult. We only know Jemai, it was mum. Oh, that one? Yeah. Oh, man. Her, her husband is um, Mark Dunford. He might have 33 years. Do you know how great that is? I mean, yeah. the kids are adults as well, but mm-hmm. I guess it's a positive thing. It wouldn't really affect the kids like that. Uh-huh. I feel like when you're... Anyway. Yeah, it wouldn't really affect them like that kind of thing. So, But yeah, man. But she says she's, you know... She says she's got her family and her kids around her and she's going on a cruise in November, well, this month. She's keeping busy. She feels fine. And yeah, man, she's going on trips and just carrying on with life. And in terms of dating, she says she's not interested in dating, honestly. And she just can't be asked of all of that. So her sister just wanted to live her life, man. Mm. She's she's 63. Wow. 63? No, she's 65, sorry. 65. (coughs) She's going to go get a young man. And he's 63. So, yeah. They yeah, do well though, 30, 33 years. 33 years is a big, man. 33 years is a big, big, big. But all the best of parties involved, as you guys know. Divorce is sad, but no, it's what it is this, at these these times. Noah Schnapp. Do you guys ever watch Stranger Things? Yeah. No, I haven't seen like, I think a few episodes. Yeah, I've seen. He's on Stranger Things. He's one of the boys on Stranger Things. He's not the one that always does the victim. That boy was, I was like, how many times? Oh, what, no, he is the victim. He is the victim. He's <laughs> the one. That kept getting dragged to the upside down as having stupid dream, dreaming dreams. Yeah, him. So mm. Noah Snap. So basically, he is being cooked for. Um, so he was on his Instagram story or whatnot, and basically he would. Someone had a. Well, basically, there's a sticker that said Zionism is sexy. That's him. Wow. Zionism is sexy, and another one said Hamas is ISIS. And he was just there with his friends, joking about the place, playing with the stickers and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, man, he's getting cooked. But I did want to read what he was, he posted. Because so, he's, he's, he's Jewish. He's a Jewish guy. Mm-hmm. And so on 11th of October, he did post on his Instagram saying, as a Jewish American, I am afraid. Afraid for my brothers and sisters in Israel who have been senselessly attacked by Hamas. I am truly heartbroken to see the brutal murders of innocent children women and soldiers fighting to defend themselves. I, like others, want peace for both Palestinians and Israelis. Let's stop the rhetoric and choosing sides. Instead, we must recognise that we are all on the side of the fight against terrorism. Choose choose humanity over violence. They talk about like reposting um, a picture of a young innocent girl whose life was taken by Hamas. And people in his comments are basically saying, no one cares, free Palestine. 
also said she deserves that. Every Israeli terrorist deserves that. Free Palestine. And he said he's outraged by the justification and celebration of the death of a young girl's life. He says that people lost their minds. Um, this is one example of many posts, rallies and petitions being signed in attempt to justify the brutality. This and other. Um, and yeah, he also noticed a silence in social media like never before. The same people who love to jump on fashionable causes like supporting Ukraine and combating climate change have chillingly been quiet. And um, Jewish people are seeing your silence and we, they won't forget it. Um, yeah, so he says all of that stuff. So obviously him posting, I mean, he made it clear, you know, what mm. side is on. But I did think that if you're saying that you want justice for Palestinians and um, Israelis, I don't think it was a smart idea to be putting on a Zionism is sexy and whatever stickers mm. just because it can rub people the wrong way and again i just again it comes down to when you're in a public when you're in a public when you're public facing public facing jobs and whatnot you just have to unfortunately you have to kind of go about things in a certain manner mm. and obviously people were basically saying that it's crazy how he can have so much confidence to do this when bella hadid who is palestinian mm -hmm. said something her and her sister gigi when they said something People are cooking them and calling for them to be fired and they've lost deals and they've lost this and lost that. Mm. But then here he is with Zionism is sexy and Hamas is ISIS and no one is saying anything for him taking a stance. Just goes to show who, you, you know. Do you know what I mean? So, it's all crazy, man. There's been a lot going on. The Americans, there's a lot going on over there. But anyway, so Timmer Braxton had a show over the weekend. I think it was on Friday or something like that anyway, over the weekend. And um, she's on tour at the moment. And... Krishan Rock was there, right? So Tamar had actually invited her to come to come to the show, come down to the show and whatnot. Now Tamar is denying that she invited Krishan to come and um, perform because there's a video that's basically gone viral of Krishan performing on stage and Tamar's there and whatever, whatever. It's a cute little moment, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. But what it, what's turned all of this left is that allegedly there was a fight. There's a guy called, he's um, James Wright Chanel. And he is one of Tamar's singers, I believe. And essentially, the, the reports are saying that Krishan allegedly punched him up to the <laughs> point where he is now in hospital and he's actually getting dental work done because of his teeth and whatnot. Wow. Yeah. So basically, what they're saying is that Krishan <clears throat> basically believed that she was the opening act for Tamar's show. But that's not the case. She wasn't the opening act for the show. And then when she got there, apparently she got there later, wherever, wherever, wherever. And then there was like this whole argument. She was arguing with them and saying them that, no, this is why she was invited to the show, blah, blah, blah. They're like, no accommodations been made for you to perform at all kind of thing. So apparently this is what it was. I mean, she's deleted her social media now, but before she did that, she did tweet um, saying, you know, if, if she disrespected, she said, I don't get disrespectful until you, di until you get disrespectful. But also though, Tamar's getting cooked because basically people are saying to Tamar that you just wanted to use that girl for clout. You just, want to, you just want to use it for, to, to go viral. The sad thing is that obviously it's gone left now. There was a fight mm. and this and other. Because Tamar's basically <laughs> saying that she never invited Krishan to um, come and perform. And because she was in Baltimore, she just invited her. She's like, when, you go, she's like, when you're on tour, you invite different people from wherever it is that you're going kind of thing. Mm. So that's all that. That's someone's going on. lying. Huh? Is it bottom line? Yeah, so someone's lying. Someone, Somebody's lying. lying. Somebody's lying. And the poor man is home so they need to fix sort that out somebody else who may be lying may or may not be lying but um what's his name darius jackson who is kiki palmer's ex is basically denying all the allegations against him 
he's um yeah he's he's denying delegations. Um, however, well, after I was, the after the the stills and all that, yeah. Hmm. But the thing, the reason why there's stills, the reason why we've seen stills, is because the court has the actual videos. Yeah. So the stills were the screenshots were basically leaked. He's denying all of it, man. He's just he's denying it. But also, um, she has been granted what's it called, temporary restraining order against him, and he can't see the ch- and sole custody as well. And obviously, they're going to go to court and have a proper you know court session about it. But basically, as as well, his mum. So there's a there's a leaked, why is it leaked? But TMZ released it anyway. Audio of Kiki Palmer's mum threatening to put a bullet in Darius's head. Oh wow! Yeah, but the thing is, the clip only set only you you only hear when um, Kiki's mum says that when Sharon said that. You don't hear anything before. You don't hear anything mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. You hear him saying, "Oh, where's my child?" And then she's like basically cussing him. She's saying it in like a you know your mum's cussing you out. Mm. Is that kind of tone? His mum, Darius' mum, entered the chat because basically now she's saying that, um, so she's now put up screenshots of text messages between her, herself, Darius' mum, and Kiki's mum. And I don't know why, sometimes you have to control your parents because I don't know why auntie thought this was going to be something that helps her situation. It helps her son's situation. It doesn't. But basically, this is what the, this is what the text said. Um, hold on, actually. Hold on. I've got two here, so... Okay, so here it is. It says, hello, Sharon, how are you? I have tried not to get involved in my son's personal business, but I heard that you are going to put a bullet in my son's head. Well, then now we have to involve the authorities because you don't respect or value yourself. And I can see no, I can see now my son's life. You might have to kill all, you might have to kill all of us. I will file a police report on you now. Then Kiki's mom says, please do not contact me with this ridiculous childish behavior. Your son choked his own sister, deal with his anger issues. If he attacks my daughter in her own home, yeah, in her, in her own home where she pays the bills, he is trespassing and anything can happen, so he should stay away. You should be very ashamed to have raised a man who fights women. So essentially what happened is that the day that clip, that there's still images where he's seen choking her, choking Kiki and fighting and wherever else. Apparently she was on the phone to her mum. So her mum was hearing all of this happening and apparently she's upset because she wasn't in a position to have like, protected her daughter kind of thing. Mm. So he didn't know that she was on the phone to her mum. Her mum has heard all of this stuff that's happening, blah, blah, blah. So her mum is fighting her daughter's battles as any mother really should. It will be interesting to see how all of this um, unfolds, to be honest with you. Um, but I don't know why his mum thought this was a good idea to post this. It doesn't help. Same way when his brother was out here talking. Um, it didn't help. So there's that. But as always, I will keep you guys updated with whatever else happens from it. But and I think one thing that is interesting though is seeing like celebrities kind of who are in the industry say how no one's no one ever hears mess about Kiki, and the only time we've, we've heard mess about her is when she got a baby daddy. Even the game was like, well, that just tells you what it is, and I was like, well, that's just that. But as always, I will keep you guys updated on what happens with the whole custody battle and the restraining order and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, man, stay safe out here. But let's get into people's journal. Yeah, give it to me. All right, people. Welcome to people's journal. Why are you Alright, so I haven't got much to talk about today. The first thing I want to mention is the case of Wade Ross has eased back, right? 
Saturday. The ONS is the Office for National Statistics reported average wages excluding bonuses were 7.7% higher than a year earlier in a three months up to September. Uh, that was down from the revised 7.9% uh, level that we spoke about briefly last month. But it still means that wages are still increasing by at least 1%. Let me factor in um, inflation as well. So we're still, we're still on track to, to you know, get something positive, mm. and hopefully the government um, can hit their target of half inflation by, by the end of the year. Wait, I think you're. Is it back working? I hope so. Uh, can you hear it? Testing, testing, one, two, three. No, no, I can't hear it. That's a shame. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Try it again? Yep, 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 yep. Is it working? Yeah. All right, people. Welcome to the People's Journal. From <laughs> 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 an economics point of view. All right. Um, I'm going to start again. So, like I was saying, I don't have much to talk about today. The first thing I did want to mention, though, is the pace of wage growth has eased back from a record level that we spoke about last month. That was registered at 7.9% last month. It's down to 7.7%. This is um, the average wages excluding bonuses, right? Um, but it's still higher than um, a year earlier in the three months up to um, September. So we're doing well, man. Well, we're doing better anyway. Um, and it still means, even though it is lower than last uh, month, that wages are still rising by 1% after taking um, into consideration the rate of, rate of inflation. So hopefully the government is still on target to reach... Um, still on point in, in terms of reaching their target at the end of the year, which obviously we've only got like a month and a half left now. But they are trying to reach um, the target of halving inflation in it. Mm -hmm. So hopefully all of this kind of coincides and, and that's something good for everybody in it. Obviously it will be the incentive to do so because we've got a general election coming up too. Um, I think um, having two consecutive, um, uh, what, what's the word? <clears throat> Basically the Bank of England not increasing the base rate um, two months in a row now is also a good sign as well. We spoke about that briefly last week, I believe. So yeah, man, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully in a month's time or three weeks' time from now, we'll get some similar um, news as well. I don't see them reducing the base rate till next year, to be honest with you. But again, this is all positive signs. Because I've also seen that some lenders are um, reducing, again, their, um, their two-year, five-year tariffs mm. for, for their mortgages and stuff. So those who held out, Hopefully, man, um, you get something good um, in the pipeline. Next thing I wanted to mention is, where is it? And this is about um, the increasing number of asylum seekers. So remember, we, we spoke about this a few times in some of the headlines about how the government was trying to have people in barges and because this is no space, right? And mm. how there's a backlog as well. Labour have been getting onto Tories about the backlog as well, right? But long story short, um, according to Sky News, um, because of this increasing number of migrants who may be in the country illegally, right? But still haven't had the opportunity to sort out the um, asylum yet because of the backlog. They're getting the right to work in the UK. Really? Yeah, they're getting the right, man. Yeah, man. So um, this is because th they've just been waiting for so long. So it's like, even though, for, let's just say now, 
you've come in as an asylum seeker and you are actually you meet the um, criteria mm. and you would have been given the mm. ability to work you deserve to get it you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day we just don't know that you have the ability yet because we haven't had the opportunity to, yeah, yeah, to sit yeah, down yeah. with you you know yeah. what i'm saying so i i think this is um a, a good move anyway so yeah man so long story short there's about hundred thousand people who've been waiting for more than a year you, you know what i'm saying a hundred thousand who've been waiting for more than well, a year where have they been waiting they've been in the in the centers and stuff like that just in yeah on lockup mm-hmm. bang up for a whole mm-hmm. year yeah that's crazy yeah and this is just like for an initial decision this mm-hmm. is not even being turned away and appealing and all that other type of stuff this is an initial just, decision that's just yeah. like being in limbo yeah yeah exactly exactly and this is almost 80 percent increase from this time last year so imagine yeah man um yeah, it's, it's a lot that's going on. But anyway, like I said, I think it is a good look to give them the opportunity to try and work anyway. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just sitting there, like you said. I think uh, a lot of the time when you are working, it does help your mental health as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just give you a sense of purpose as well. So I'll provide more information once I get it. Um, and the last thing I wanted to mention is IKEA, man, they're expanding. So, really? yeah, man, <laughs> they purchased their, um, well, they purchased a second UK shopping center. Where? Uh, this is in Bristol. So wait, didn't they Ikea. shut the one down in Tottenham? Yes, they did. Yes. Just to go and open. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They want. They want to expand, man. Well, they want to expand outside of London. Oh, okay, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay. So they conquered London, basically. <laughs> pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, they they bought Churchill um, Square Shopping Centre for an estimated 145 million pounds. Apparently, the company that um that is selling the centre hoped to get about 250 million. I don't know how <laughs> they a <laughs> hundred million less, but still, this this is the rumored figures that um they've they paid for it. I just realized, ain't they got like a a, a little place in Oxford Street now? Didn't they take over? Yeah, from... yeah, yeah. I've, I've not I've not been there, but I think I heard about it. Yeah, yeah. They took over from what's the other place that was there before? Oh, not Top Shop. Oh, is that really one? Yeah, Top Shop. I think they took over. Okay. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. there you go. Yeah, man. So they so they're buying um, the center, and um, apparently there was there was a Debenham store within that center, and that's where they're actually going to set up their arcade store. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it. You know, there's not much to the story. Okay. And that's it for the headlines. Sorry, that's it for People's Journal. <laughs> Thank you. Let's get into more headlines then. All right, guys, so our next headline, and a Scottish Labour leader, um, Anas Sawa, has said that a failure to sack the leadership of Scotland's largest health board will be allowing the suspects to walk the crime scene amid a corporate homicide investigation. Corporate homicide. Yes. Mm-hmm. So basically, Hamza Youssef has, urged, has been urged to sack leadership of NHS's uh, Greater Glasgow and Clyde board, right, because of this situation. So he faces fresh calls to remove the leadership. Um, after it's understood that the health board was named as a suspect in a criminal investigation into the deaths of a number of patients at the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital. So among those that were affected was a 10-year-old by the name of Millie Main, who died um, in 2017 after contracting an infection at his hospital in a cancer ward on the campus of um, the QEUH, which is the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital in Glasgow. In its update to affected um, families, the health board said that there was no indication of a final view, right? Or, pardon me, that a final view had been had been formed by the prosecutors. On Monday, Millie's mother, Kimberly Darrock, 
said that she had been unable to celebrate her daughter's life due to the ongoing trauma surrounding her death. Mr. Sawa, the person we initially spoke about, he's urged the Scottish government to do the right thing. Those were his words uh, um, when he was speaking to journalists. Um, and basically, yeah, man, they said that they need to take, uh, take some action, man. You know what I'm saying? And that particular form of action will embolden the leadership. It will make the, you know, the people believe in them a bit more. So, yeah, man, following the press conference, he also said that I urge Hamza Youssef and Michael Matheson uh, for once in your life on this issue, do the right thing. Don't allow the suspects to walk the crime scene and give us fresh leadership in the health board. You have taken us backwards in this situation. Next headline, and a man, uh, trigger warning here, guys. A man believed to be sleeping rough in an underpass in Birmingham has suffered potentially life-changing injuries to his face and hands after being set on fire. Imagine. West Midlands police said that the victim, who's aged in his 30s, is in a stable condition in the hospital following the shocking attack, which took place after 9.20 a.m. last Tuesday. It's 9.20 in the morning, you know. His bedding was set alight and then piled on top of him near um, the intersection of Hockley Hill and Bolton Middleway. Um, the police force has released an image of a man who officers want to speak to, who they said was riding an electric scooter in the area at the time. Police statement appealing for witnesses and information said, we know this image isn't very clear and we are working to find further CCTV opportunities, but we hope that this image may prompt someone to come forward with information. The man is described as white, five foot five, and wearing a white vest, white hoodie, black gloves, gray jogging bottoms, black shoes, and wearing chains. This guy was out here last Tuesday in the cold in a vest. He's a killer. This guy's a man. Actually, stone cold killer. I hope it gets caught though, because that's so that's so horrible, man. But also though, the guy who is who was burned, mm -hmm. surely things are gonna be put in place so that when he leaves there, he's not going back to the streets. Yeah, hopefully. You would hopefully. think so, right? Hopefully. You think so. Yeah. Sad man. I just got fired, man. Next headline, and this takes us to Kenya, where international delegates have convened in the hopes of making further progress towards a landmark treaty to fight global plastic pollution. Addressing the first day of the talks in the capital Nairobi on Monday, the Kenyan president, William Ruto, said that time is running out to reach a deal before the end of 2023. This was a deadline that was set in March of last year. So he's come out and said, I urge all the negotiators to recall that 2024 is only six weeks away and there are only two other meetings to go. The meeting is taking place at the UNEP, the headquarters of the United Nations um, Environment Programme, as leaders try to address the scourge, the scourge of pollution uh, resulting from more than 400 million metric tons of plastic waste that was produced each year. The UNEP says less than 10% of um, plastic waste is recycled, and, then in, and the International Union for Conservation of Nature said that at least 14 million metric tons of it makes its way into the world's oceans. Progress has been slow at previous summits and delegates in Nairobi will have to decide between a, between a wider focus on the production and life cycle of plastic or a more limited emphasis on waste management. Countries such as Kenya have advocated for a firmer and more binding agreement, whereas the powerful plastics industry and petrochemical suppliers such as Saudi Arabia have pushed for a more limited approach. More than 2,000 delegates are attending the meeting, including representatives from the oil and gas industry, environmental organizations, and civil society groups. And that's it for the headlines. Time to pay the bills. Nice, let's get into the reaction. All right, guys, so today's reaction, there isn't much. 
Um, but at the same time, this is still a big thing for football fans um, who know about the legend that was Sir Bobby Charlton, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Manchester and the wider world, the wider football world, I should say, and even the world at large, man, they came together to say their final goodbyes to Sir Bobby Charlton yesterday. Fans flocked to Old Trafford and to Manchester Cathedral for a public uh, funeral service to remember Charlton, who died last month at the age of 86. The service was attended by United players, past and present. Other football dignitaries um, were there as well, and even the Prince of Wales. Charlton will be remembered as arguably the greatest English football player of all time. He was a World Cup winner in 1966 with his country and a winner of three league titles, an FA Cup and a European Cup with Manchester United in 1968. However, the eulogies read at his funeral service at Manchester Cathedral all highlighted how the family came first for him. You know what I'm saying? So his grandson, William Balderston, read the last of the tributes and recalled that he was a creative, fantastic storyteller. He would make up what he called jelly and custard tales to entertain and enthrall his younger relatives. He spoke of his depth of gratitude to Charlton and his wife, Norma, adding, they have shown me what devotion really is. You know what I'm saying? Um, Alex Ferguson was there as well, obviously. He was speaking at the service and he said, it's a very somber occasion. The speakers did fantastic, uh, particularly his grandson. He was magnificent. It's not easy to get up there and speak, particularly a person such as um, his grandfather. But Bobby Charlton was a wonderful, humble man. And I'm at Manchester United because of Bobby Charlton, without doubt. That's sweet. Yeah, mm. man. It's a big up. It's a Bobby Charlton, man. A legend. Big legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad, man. But yeah. all yeah, heading in that direction, one way or another. Mm. He lived a good life, though. Yeah, 86. Yeah. It was impactful. So, I mean, man, you know sub- man, sub- man survived a, a, a plane crash. Mm. There's very few people can, can <laughs> say that and get up and, you know what I mean, keep cracking on. So, um, yeah, shout out to him and his contribution to the to the, um, to the country and United more and more. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. man. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into our outro. Would you like to, Brent, or what? Yeah, I just got a new mouse, so I'm just... Um, oh. <laughs> just trying it out, yeah. 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 Um, it fascinates my my nephew. If, if that sound, that he's fascinated by it. Oh, and every what? time I do it, so whenever he sees me, he he does this, like for me to do it. It's yeah, so yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's so cute. How old is your nephew? He's gonna be two next month. Cute. Yeah, cute. little Zion. He's such a cutie. Those are the days. But um, yeah, people, thank you for tuning in. We really, really appreciate that. Really appreciate you guys always tuning in, getting involved with conversations as well. Thank you. Big up the lovely listener who gave us today's topic of the day suggestion. Mm-hmm. Big up you. Also, as always, big up our lovely babe, Mel, mm-hmm. who fed us this morning. Yep, mybaker.co. Mybaker.co. Trust me. Is that where the, mm-hmm. good That's not where the fruits come from? No, she sent the fruits. Yeah, she sent oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Which you bake the fruits? <laughs> no, I'm just, I don't know who sent the fruits. So oh, I no, no, yeah. Mel from <laughs> mybaker.co. Okay, thank you, Mel. Mm-hmm. Get the biscoff. Nice. Get the, the biscoff. The let- oh, cake, man. Get it. Everything that comes in. For real, man. Lotus biscoff cake. Slaps. You won't regret it. Get it. You For absolutely real. will not. If I ever put on weight, it'll be because of that. <laughs> and I'll be happy to do it. Um, Follow us on our social media fl- platforms as well. The day after TNB on Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok. Kindly share our videos as well. Put people onto TDA. We're trying to get to 5K subscribers before the new year. So 
Don't embarrass me and please make that happen for mm. us. Thank you yeah, very much. Do what you do, man. What did you say, bro? That's on me. Can you just start putting <laughs> the clips up? It's it? on everybody, man. Share the, share the blame. Um, if you want to send your dilemmas in, the number is 075-6484-1073. That is also the number to call when we're live on air. If you'd rather email, our email address is tdasubmissions at thenewblack.com. Just as a reminder, black over on this side of town is spelled B-L-X-C-K. Never an A. Tell them. <laughs> if you want to inquire about the show or you want to feature on the show, our email address is the day after at the new black dot com. Retweet. Can I just mention Esther? Um, we've got a great guest coming tomorrow. We do have a great guest coming tomorrow. So guys, make sure you tune in. You know what I'm saying? This is about mental health mm. um, this month for, for the men. That's mm. right. And um, yeah, man, tomorrow's guest is, um, he had a very, what's the word? Unique experience. Mm. But what you find is, is that it's not as unique as you think. Yeah, 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 if that makes sense. But mm. it'll, it'll make sense tomorrow. Okay. Just make sure you tune in. We're going to talk about it all. So yeah. please tune in and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a blessed day. Peace. Peace. Bye.